Whoop, whoop, whoop. Heavy three missed. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Salcast E3 Special 2018. Uh, and continuing with the press conferences. Imagine crowd noise now. Woo! Crowd noise. And what have we got up? What is the up? We have got. We did that. Ubisoft. Yep. Imagine a marching band. Imagine. A, oh yeah. See what you did there. Because you know it's a Ubisoft. <laughs> because it's fucking just dance. Obviously. Yep. And you have to start with just dance and panda. Because that's apparently going to be a thing. The panda. I mean, well, I think it must have been a thing for like at least a decade now. Well, no. The panda was a thing only because it became a meme after last year. So obviously they had to play into it this year. Don't know if it will survive into next year. Okay. Because what you know, once the meme has become recognised, it's clearly just old now. I mean, old it's it's nice of Ubisoft to basically just get it out of the way. Well, that's you know? what they've been doing basically all the last few years. Yeah, I mean, it's smart, right? It's not <coughs> none of the actual industry wants to hear about Just Dance, but they kind of have to show that it's there. So just do a number. And then be done with it. And this time they didn't even spend any time talking about it. They didn't have a who is the best dancer in the room or any of that bullshit. They, they were just know. like, nope, that's title on screen, release date, and no one has to say anything at all. Everyone yeah. just walk off the stage. They didn't even have a random celebrity. <laughs> nope. Mildly disappointing. But um, sorry to all those that entered the sweepstakes. It did take far too long in general. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a bit long, but I guess they had to get through the medley of songs. They didn't have to get through anything. They could have made one song shorter. <laughs> well, except that last song is kind of the poignant one, right? So they they had the first to, one. They, <laughs> well, they had to put uh, Elton John's I'm Still Standing in there, right? Because of the whole, like, this is this is our subtle dig at not being bought out by Vivendi. Or, Maybe. I'm still standing. <laughs> Gotta be right, right? Otherwise, why else would they put, suddenly put I'm Still Standing in there? Because they got the license for the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, moving swiftly along. Um, despite the fact we know that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is incredibly early in development still, that hasn't stopped them from making another CG trailer. Well, and attempting to show gameplay kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of, but not. And they have sort of like shown that there's like, hey, we're working on bow staff combat, yeah. like prior to the show. Um, uh, I mean, I thought that trailer was good. Yeah, uh, maybe sure. not as maybe not as good as that first one, but um, you know, the monkey's voice makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's just nada, you know, <laughs> it just sounds it's so out of place, weirdly, for like any any game. Uh, but yeah, looks cool. Uh, I suppose the odd thing is the uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt driven hit record creative input thing. Yep, that's weird, right? So like a, I don't know. It's weird for someone in Ubisoft's position to be considering this as their as their route, right? I, I don't know. Just like have they wanted to do some community thing, and it was convenient. They they, they like. I don't know how some like maybe someone who worked at Ubisoft just happened to know about this thing, and they was like, "Oh, this is we can use this." But it was just like, "Oh, let's find a way we can generate some like goodwill with our community whilst also exploiting them for our assets." <laughs> well, yes, there is that. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's a pretty in some respects, it's a pretty great idea, right? Because if they want to build like a, a city, 
and they want it to have like random stuff everywhere, then yeah, that's a pretty great place to like, going collaborative is probably the best way to do that, right? To get to get the various st- just get a random selection. Yeah. If what they're going for is um I suppose Beyond Good and Evil's like key message has always sort of been one of inclusivity, right? And I guess. Uh, or one of its messages, and you know, they seem to be pushing that with its roster, with its cast this time. So it's like, yeah, why not be inclusive in our assets too? Inclusive of pigmen and pigmen, yeah, and skull robots, <laughs> and talking cockney monkeys, yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's a neat idea. I think there's been some. I haven't read into it deeply, but I think there's been some sort of weird backlash against it because, of course, it's different and weird. And... Well, there's backlash against it initially because they failed to say during the press conference that it is actually like a you do get paid if they use your art. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think that. <laughs> That's why the backlash happened because they didn't mention that in the press conference and then later on Twitter, like, Jordan JGL was on there saying, shit, we fucked up the script and I should have said that. And yes, it's a thing you do get paid. <laughs> so fair enough. That cleared that up, I guess. Okay. So well, just to just to make good, right, and be like, hey, we're not just taking this for yeah. free. <laughs> it's not just a, a quote unquote competition. I don't know. A bit, if a bit of my music ended up being in there, I'd be pretty stoked. I don't, I'm not sure I'd care. Sure. I mean, that was the perspective a lot of people were taking. Where yeah. Like, surely, surely, the prize is just the fact that you're in this game. Exposure, yo. Well. I mean, I, I some mean, people the... will say exposure is like a bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> but, just, but just for being a fan, just being in the game might be enough. But it'd be nice if you got paid as well, sure. Yeah, I suppose that's. I guess in a way, like the money aspect might be a way of actually getting pros in. Sure, maybe. I mean, I expect they wouldn't have picked anything less than good. Yeah, out yeah. Of it. <laughs> and you know, the whole collaborative mindset of it means like that, that even if someone like me perhaps submitted something, it's like it wouldn't go in without some heavy critique. Yeah. Um. And I've been lucky to have had a very light experience of that through OC Remix, but very light. Mm. Normally it comes back as just a thumbs up. So, uh, <laughs> this exists, good enough. Yes. <laughs> maybe maybe trim the highs a little bit. Always my problem. Stop sending shivers down people's spines when you don't need to. Mm. I've dropped down on a test of that. On, I think you've told me that on some of my older tracks. Before, like, drop those, high, you know, those highs. They're making me tingle a little, or something. Really? Ooh. Yeah, something like nails on a chalkboard effect, or something. <laughs> something <like that. laughs> Is that what I said about your music? That's not good. No, no, no. I think I think you have sort of said that. But I think I think it's some of the early stuff. Do you remember, like, a, oh, right, a yeah. Funge. I think might have been the track where <laughs> you were just like, oh, where, where I pushed it way too high. And anyway, no one yeah. know what I'm talking about. Um, Makes sense. High passed it a little too high. Um, uh, but <laughs> the funniest part of this was yep. obviously when, like, and this was a problem throughout the show. Yep, they need to fire whoever does their audio. Oh boy, that whoever was controlling the mic volume pro- primarily left them on for way too long. So as the people left the stage, like the, the lady was so excited, she was like, "We nailed it!" Yep, <laughs> it's like like uh, yes, be excited at your presentation, but I I don't know. We don't need to. I mean, at least in this case, it was somewhat endearing. Yeah. Like, you know, she's I obviously mean, passionate like, about the thing. She's probably not a speaker. You know, it's just... It's just like... Whoever Ubisoft has to do their audio has fucked it up, like, several years in a row at this point. Like, hot mics constantly. 
You thought they would have learned by now. Yeah. Or just tell, told everyone who goes on stage not to say anything until like 30 seconds after they've left the stage just to be on the safe side. I mean, I mean <laughs> the weirder one came a bit later. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll come to that. Well, there was another yeah. one later on where I think it's not even just hot mics. I think on one of the things they fucked up the actual audio mix as well, but I'm not sure. Okay. Like when we get to Skull and Bones, the trailer of that. Sounded oh, echoey, yes, like it was yes. running through the auditorium yeah, output as well. Something was very weird at that point. It seemed like like certain audio was only coming out of left channel to some degree, some more than the right. Like I thought, vocal tracks seemed clearer on the left. Yeah, and it just sounded really odd. Yeah, they had some they had some technical issues here, um, but generally a pretty good show. Let's let's just, you know let's get that out of the way. There, it's like you know relatively slick. It's the same as what Ubisoft has been doing the last few years. That was a funky presenter. But they didn't do that last year either. Um, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, they're still doing stuff. They're doing something called Another Mindset for it. It's a documentary about esports. That was it, yeah. Esports documentary. Uh, Which I I didn't say whether that would be charged for or whether it's coming out on Uplay or whatever. It'll be released at our event later at Siege. Fest or yeah. six? Well, they got they just call them six, don't they? Like their their, their <laughs> tournaments. Um, and at the end of that, it sounded distinctly like someone yawned <laughs> through mm. the hot mic. <laughs> yes, I remember that. It was like, <laughs> like really, like a comedy, like Homer's. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. Um, trials rising, <laughs> suitably bonkers entrance by. I assume one of the devs or the stu- or the Red Links studio. I noticed they're now called Ubisoft Red Links. Like, oh. so I, I guess they got ac- acquired at some point. No, I missed that. Um, ride a bike <coughs> down the middle of the hall. You said not really ride exactly. Yeah, but, sort of yeah. trundle it. <laughs> trundle yeah. a bike down the middle of the hall, and then comedy. Yeah, and be like, ah, oh, stunts and bails. I need to break this fake demo stand. Mm. Like, yeah, no need for that. But you know. Also, that trials game. I'm like, I'm looking at it, thinking I think this is like them trying to do like a greatest hits trials game. By the looks of it, it's like it's got bits of all of the previous ones. Does it? I don't know. Yeah, there's like lots of lots of repeat, like lots of environments from that we'd seen before. Maybe not trials fusion. There seemed to be a lot less fusion in there. <laughs> if you call any trials environments like an environment that is like reuse exactly. It's just like it's a generic sort of forest or a town or the warehouse and the, the pipey yeah. factory it's just like it's not exactly a like thing that's not you know you can't exactly say it's directly reused it's just like it's just another warehouse <laughs> i guess but there's something about like, there is a style to that warehouse like the sort of windows they used to have in the background yeah, well, just, just like if it is reused it's just reused the texture <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they had an instance of a youtube guy got to have a youtube guy YouTube guy, yeah, the, the other dude who came on stage and talked about Trials oh, University yeah. and how he was in, in how he oh, yeah. involved making tutorials, and he breathed too much in the mic because he wasn't—he's not Mike Crane, <laughs> or they just positioned it wrong. Well, yeah, possibly <laughs> considering all their other audio playups, mm. also possible. Uh, yeah, that was um weird to say the least. It's like, oh hey, we've hired a guy. You might. No, maybe to do uh, the tutorials in our game. More of their community thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, it probably made sense to like two people. 
that were watching the stream. Like a very small portion of people will have played the game and have watched that guy, I guess. Maybe, yeah. I don't think Trials has much of a community like that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's just me. Uh, February 2019, anyway, for that. Another February game. Yep. Lots of Februarys. Um, and also, this might be the first mention of someone like specifically calling out, and it's on Switch! Well, yeah, you yourself have stuff on Switch. Yeah, but I very specifically said it. It's like, on Switch! Uh, then we got a Division 2 look again. Is there anything different in this second run-through? Or... Well, they mentioned that they're putting in raids. Mm. Eight-player raids. And they had kind of announced the release schedule for updates for Division 2, which is fairly funny when you consider, like, yeah. they're barely even done with Division 1 at this point. Yeah, they're just occasionally still updating it. Uh, and at least, But at least they said, like, the first year of content is going to be free. Yeah. And it's only, like, Season 2 or whatever, if they do more of it, that's going to be bundled in. Whereas I think all of the content in Division 1 was paid extras. Um, then we've got some... Uh, Mario and Rabbids. Um, going back to it to talk about the uh, the I think what was the name of it because it's it's really long now. So it's Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Donkey Kong Jungle Adventure, something like something that. Adventure. Yeah, a really long name now. <laughs> and there might be another plus in there as well. Like, yeah, Kong plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle plus <laughs> Donkey Kong. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's hard to tell from that trailer what the actual game entails. Well, they it but briefly, it's yeah. the same game. It, I mean, yeah, naturally it was going to be more like that, but apparently, like the uh, the Donkey Kong mechanics are to people that have played it are pretty tricky. It's like it's a not not all that easy expansion. It'll be, it will be unforgiving. Um, <laughs> and this is where the second mic mishap happened, yep. where clearly the people who were doing this demonstration were not happy with how it went. One of them was, yeah, because they? they were. Well, no, because one of them sort of apologised briefly and was like, "Like, um, I'm not sure what happened. I didn't know they changed the script there." And then I'm sure the other guy went, "Every day is a joke." No, the, <laughs> the guy says, "I'm sorry." The, the backstage guy was like, "I'm sorry, they changed your entrance." Mm. And the, the yeah, other guy sorry. was like. Happens every time, or something, something along those lines. It was, it was something like, no, it was more like he said, like something is a joke. Like he was I not, he was not. It was happy. A joke. I think he said it happens every time. What happens all the time? No, like okay. Every year or something. Anyway, hot mics. Yep. Skull and bones. The weird audio. The weird audio. Yeah, but we'll ignore that as much as we can. Um, I thought that showed pretty well. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of what it says on the tin. They've just sort of taken. It's exactly what we thought it was. Like, it doesn't seem to be anything more than that. It's the Assassin's Creed boat stuff sort of spun out. And yeah, um, it seems very similarly controlled. You know, you look around to aim your shots, and it looked um, like almost too fast. Yeah, it did look really quick, really fast. But I guess they just thought it was more fun, I suppose. Yeah, I like the way the camera moves around. That's really cool. I think it looked quite good. It looked a bit grimy again. Like I don't know, but I think there's a sort a of detail. I think there's a certain. This might be just a modern game thing, right? I think there's a certain uh, lack of when you convert modern game footage down to video for these shows or whatever. Mm. It, we're getting to the point where I mean, well, I mean, we've been at this point, I suppose, for a while, but it really loses something compared to watching it like on a proper 
well it's know, it's big it's, a lot of it is that like game footage more than most kind of footage is like got a lot of fast moving detail for the compression to handle right mm. so it's like everything it's like an everything is an action sequence basically so it's like yeah but i think a lot of these like when it's compressed down for e3 and things like that you end up with a sort of uh hyper contrast like everything right, like yeah. the darks are too dark and the lights are too light and everything ends up looking kind of mushy somehow there's a blurriness to it that's just not there when you're doing it for real you know you know there's just there's all kinds of things that end up being a bit wrong with it and there might just be motion as i say maybe there's something like motion capture like as you say like maybe some compression artifacts something like that yeah there's something very not sharp about this sort of footage but for some reason because this was so bright i guess in the middle of the wherever they are where, where did they say they were um indian sea is it? indian ocean or something yeah because right? it was like indian piracy ocean. is dead let's redo piracy somewhere else <laughs> yeah because the caribbean is no good anymore for some reason too many be interesting I don't know, too many yeah. more navies it's interesting that they made it sound like there's at least some single player content to it but 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 does that single player content then morph to a multiplayer co-op thing on occasion? Like how did that bit work? Cause they were like, uh, or, or were those other ships just AI or something? No, I like think that? Like, that, that definitely there is like multiplayer. That on screen that says invite the group when mm. you're looking at the through the telescope. So I guess they are players. I guess. Then, how did that mission play out? Oh, was that just a, like a quest that they just happened to do out in the open? Like, it wasn't really a story mission per se. They were just, it was just them setting it up. Yeah, maybe. Um, potential for a little bit too much Sea of Thieves by the looks of it, yeah. maybe. Like, hey, this mission's done. Blow each other up. Insert some PvP in there unnecessarily. Yeah. Do. do you know it's going to probably go bad? Yeah. Fine if it's a PvP mode, but don't don't just or jam it in into everything. I mean, it's interesting that you know, like you know, when they did the boarding as well. It's like normally in Assassin's Creed, this would be where you took over and be like, okay, now I'm the, now I'm like stepping back from the wheel and I'm going to go board it and I'm going to go fight some guys. And it's like in this, it was just like boarding done. Well, <laughs> or they didn't show it. Yeah, or they didn't show it. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I bet he's like, maybe this is the, the Sea of Thieves game, game maybe we want. Just slightly less comedy. I mean, everyone liked that, that part of Black Flag, so making a whole game out of that is kind of no, a no-brainer, really. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, if you remember when I was talking about it, I thought that stuff ended up getting quite stale. Yeah. Over the course of Black Flag. so it's like, I'm, But that's I'm, because I'm, it I'm... didn't have the depth of like a full game because it wasn't the whole experience. Yeah, yes. I guess, but then I haven't really seen anything that necessarily elevates that too much. It's mm. definitely like there's, you know, they've upped the quality, obviously, and they've upped the fidelity, opt, upped the fidelity. And, uh, you know, I liked the guy hanging around in the crow's nest to, you know, seeing things. And Yeah, that was like cool. How, like how much of that is simulated when he sees stuff and shouts at you and things like that. And how much is that? If I was doing something else, for instance, would I still get those shouts and. Uh, how good is that stuff? You know, it's like that. You know, how does that all work? It's... Yeah, and I, I do worry about the depth of it in a similar way that I, you know, knew the depth before, and I wasn't really all there. You know. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, did they talk about Forerunner at some point? Because I think I've missed it off my list. 
Oh no, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, uh, Elijah Wood turns up in person to talk about transference. Mm-hmm. Forgets his lines. Yeah, totally forgot his lines. Like he just all the auto cue went wrong or yeah, something because he stood there for a moment and just went, "Oh God!" <laughs> like I was like, "Oh no!" He just stopped and went, "Oh no!" <laughs> like in the middle of a sentence. Um, and then carried on. It's like, oh, you're very pro from the actor. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that game is coming out this year. And okay, it still exists. It still exists. It's still a VR thing. And I still find it quite hard to tell you what it is. It's, I assume it's just like an experience. Mm. I'm not sure how much game there is to it. Like, I suppose you interact to push it forward, but uh, yeah, don't know. I, I'm not not 100 sure. I expect a great deal from it. Other than it might be a cool story, or it might be a cool 20 minute thing, a bit like that psychonaut thing. Uh, Starlink still exists. Was it called Battle for Atlas? Maybe something like something to do with Atlas. Um, I mean, I have to say, a bit of me thinks this game looks actually looks pretty cool. Apart from the bit when you remember that you have to have the bullshit chip thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a vehicle which, game you didn't have to deal with that and the dumbness of that. Which they didn't lean on that heavily this time. Like, no, which was kind of weird. I mean, they showed it briefly in a couple of cutaways, but they didn't necessarily show make a big deal of the thing. Like, uh, other than when... Miyamoto just happened to be there because they've put Star Fox content into this thing. Um, and they gave him a model and it's like, oh, is that one of the actual models? Like, is that what I can connect can connect to my controller? Probably. I mean, I want one of those. But that one won't even be useful because you won't be able to change any parts of it. <laughs> Don't care. It's an R-wing. It beats everything. <laughs> I mean, I might be in for that reason alone. I want an R-wing. And want to play like a Star Fox game that looks like it might be better than Star Fox. Yeah. <laughs> it might be Star Fox in a completely different game is better than an actual Star Fox game. Better than that last one. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, For Honor is getting more updates. They're getting a new campaign by the looks of it. Well, um, sort of. Well, I don't know if you call it a campaign. It's more like a game mode. <laughs> No, maybe. Well, yeah, there was that too, the Castle Siege stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, now with China, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah. So, uh, like another faction and a new mode, kind of. That's probably it. Yeah, maybe there'll be a mini story or something. Who knows? But they also announced that the um, if you get in there quick, the uh, the Forerunner Starter Edition, whatever that is, I actually don't know what's in this thing. Has it got the campaign in it? In which case, that's kind of cool. Or is it like just to get some vague access to the multiplayer? Like, available for free to keep on Uplay right now. Probably for a limited period. Um, so I've at least claimed it, and Uplay does the nice thing where, like, if you claim something, it doesn't immediately start downloading it, like every other platform does. <laughs> like, all that Xbox does, anyway. It's like. Well, Origin usually doesn't. <laughs> you claim that free stuff. I've heard PlayStation might not either now, actually. <laughs> I think Origin did at one point. Yeah. Where it would just immediately start downloading and it's like, no, oh, I'm not actually going to play this right now. I'm just going to be cheeky and claim it for my library on the off chance I ever want to play Theme Hospital. 
yeah, there's that. And we had some didn't really have any gameplay, but they showed another sort of trailer of Crew Two. Yeah. I mean, if that was all in engine, looks pretty good. I have opted to be in the beta for that as well to give you a proper opinion. <laughs> if you can. It's open beta. I think everyone's allowed in. Yeah. As long as you've got a Uplay account. Um, yeah, I thought it looked actually pretty good. Like, they're sort of... I don't know. They're, they're, they seem to be leaning away from it being a... Well, I don't even really know what you even call the first crew game. It's like an op- it's open world driving, but open world driving in the Ubisoft way. Like, go to market, do a thing. <laughs> I suppose it's all open world games, but you know, like you can go, go to Radio Tower, <laughs> do mm-hmm. unlock match, and it's like this. This just I don't know. There's something about this just looked like a lot of fun and quite impressive. And you know, F1 cars, <laughs> proper F1 cars at that. Red Bull sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it any any do anything for you guys? The the crew too or. Is it just like is it nothing compared to Forza? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, Forza Horizon. I would like to play the crew. I don't care about. Fair enough. I haven't won you. June twenty ninth. So like out real soon, or maybe June twenty ninth was the beta date. Oh, I don't know. It's like okay, now there's like different vehicles and stuff beyond cars, but you didn't manage to make driving cars that fun the last time, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's biggest problem with the original crew was, is that the, uh, that the driving model wasn't great, or didn't feel right. Um, Can't go that wrong with the Forza driving model. No, it's been pretty solid for a long time now. Uh, Alright. And then how about some more Assassin's Creed? Anybody? <laughs> Where are we going? We're going Greece. Greece. Uh, cool setting. Sounds cool good setting. to me. But then Egypt was a cool setting. I like their sort of like uh, ancient style. Yeah, ancient. Maybe they'll do ancient Rome as well because they've done Renaissance they've pulled, Rome. Yeah, and they've pulled like Roman elements into Origins, and there's a looks like there's a bit of Roman influence in this as well. Like just because of the time period, the Romans mm. were kind of about. Uh, I don't know if they were in that specific time period of Greece. I don't know. There was some very Roman-looking stuff. <laughs> Greece is quite Roman-looking, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, that seems cool. Yeah, I don't know quite what. But I of mean... course, they showed it off the bit by being like, "Okay, here's gameplay, and then here's a standard follow mission." <laughs> yeah, here's here's a follow mission followed by, well, we got interrupted and had a fight. Mm. With how that worked, right? You were, you were following someone, and then I don't think that was really a following mission. It was like a walk and talk for two seconds, and then <laughs> go leave and do the thing. But then you got chased by. Well, it went bad, and you got spotted. Well, getting thing. spotted, I think that was more like a here's our version of the Nemesis system. Like there's just going to be uh, random maybe. other people around the world who are looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I thought it worked pretty well, and that fight looked kind of cool. Um, yeah. And I mean, they didn't show any of the like nor the, the Assassin's Creed trappings from like the last game too much. Well, like, I'm not sure this actually has anything to do with Assassin's Creed at this point. No, well, they've maybe given up on having any semblance of the assassins, even. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure the last one was 
I mean, I haven't played it, and so I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure the last one had very little I mean, that was connection. meant to be the origin story, so that mm. made kind, kind of sense that there wouldn't be too much of it in that one. Mm. Like, right at the end, maybe. But yeah. in this one, it's just like, you're not even close to Egypt, and, and you're in the same kind of time period, sort of. Cool that you can you have a choice in character now, though. I think that's, you know... This is just them I mean, finally like, realizing the whole thing with, with Unity that they like we can't do female characters as well. That means twice as much work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though they sort of then in Syndicate they had a female character, but it's not like a choice. It wasn't a choice. That character was just there. Mm-hmm. It's like now it's choice, and it's like oh, we finally did it. We we did it, guys. We got there. The other thing about this that makes it seem less like a Assassin's Creed kind of is just like apparently when just now in, the, in just in it's just magic. You just have magic. Magic Eagle. Well, not the Magic Eagle, but one talking about like the shockwave and stuff. Because you have the sort of spear, broken spear of what's his face. Oh, yeah. You can do weird magic attacks. Yeah, I've forgotten about that completely. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a piece of Eden, right? Maybe. I, I mean, you could so. excuse it if it was like, this is just Absurgo making the game more fun. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> because, of course, that's where, the, where Assassin's Creed started the game, but then they kind of forgot about that as well. Yeah. I was having a conversation the other day with, with, with someone who, who wouldn't normally like play games like this, but did have a passing interest in Origins simply because of its educational mode, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. the, you know, just the, going around and looking at ancient yeah, Egypt and stuff, and actually having it as a like historical reference and things like that. And it's like so, a bit of me really hopes they double down on that and do that again because I remember like playing even the first Assassin's Creed games where I really didn't know a lot about. At least in the first one, I knew nothing about the area. So, like when it popped up, it was like, "Hey, you got a database entry about this thing?" I actually read them, right? And as as and I did that in Assassin's Creed Two as well. But as the series went on, that information got less and less, either less and less forthcoming or just less and less relevant to the. You know, they didn't try and tie it to the story in any way. It was just there, or the information wasn't actually all that informative. Like so, I ended up not reading all that stuff. So it's like I don't know if you, if, if if done right, this stuff could be really cool, right? It's just anyway, little little inside knowledge. Like the educational mode might draw people into this that might not otherwise care. Not sure what they uh, like. Not sure about their depiction of Socrates. <laughs> What's the the? But there was it's the same character they always have as like that role. Well, right? sure. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Yeah, they always do that. Who did they have in the stupid Victorian uh, Britain one? Darwin? I don't know. Yeah. Was it Darwin? I can't remember. It was something stupid. Or was it Newton? No, that wouldn't have been Victoria, would it? No, I guess not. Was it like Dickens or something? No. Might have been. Might have been. That sounds like the right sort of. Character for that sort of world. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It could be, could be cool. A lot, you know, uh, the people I know that have played Origins are very up on that, saying like this was the the the, the breath of fresh air that the series needed. Um, admittedly, they were big Assassin's Creed fans before, so you know, take that with a pinch of salt, but. <laughs> But they don't care about the story either. No, not particularly. <laughs> even even they've fallen off that side of it. Um, they, well, they care about the, the individual games' stories, but the overarching stuff. Mm. 
as in you know all the creed in general not all that important and maybe ubisoft realized that now <laughs> just let's just make a good single game they should have finished that story off at least uh, yeah but they did they finished <laughs> they, not really they, they you know they didn't really end well they ended desmond's story kind of they didn't end the story and i believe they haven't actually done anything with it since as far as i know they do stuff but they don't actually push that story anywhere it never goes anywhere it's just stuff. It's just Abstergo. They're about. And that was Ubisoft. Sort of ended there. Not totally exciting. Nothing really new other than Trials, I guess. That was the only... We didn't know about this game. <laughs> Even though you probably knew it was likely. Yeah, or it was likely. Of course it was likely. Um, so yeah, an okay show, just being relatively well executed other than Mike Guy. <laughs> just um just not all that interesting, I suppose. Um, you know, no I would have loved them to have done uh a new Rayman game or something like that, for instance. Um have they said that uh, did they say last year or something that Rayman Legends was coming to Switch? Was that their thing? Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, with with new music stages. That actually come out. Don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't remember seeing it. Um, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see them. You know, anything in UbiArt framework again. And I think I said that last year. Like yeah. anything in that like vein would be nice to see. But no. All right. But some um, much to Zach's chagrin. Quickly skim. PC gaming show. Um, I thought they did a better job of it this year. The little of it that I did watch, I think Day Nine looked a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. I don't think he successfully pulled that presenting role off entirely, but not due to it being bad presenting. I just think he was not, not fully in, into it for some reason. Sean Plot. Yep. I don't know. I think he knew it was a long show. Well, yeah, that too, I guess. And he had to do pretty much maintain stuff. the enthusiasm for the entire time. Well, I also thought he like I think he peaked with his enthusiasm early because he was saying yeah to almost every other word <laughs> at the start. He was like yeah, oh, yeah. Hmm. That's also maybe not good though. Maybe someone told him to stop doing that. Well, I know I I, <laughs> I know I'm bad for that. In fairness, when we're on air, I should probably like. You know, if, I, if, if, if we ever had it, I sort of agree to a little too much. Or, I mean, Dan's the best at it. He just stays silent for like half an hour. So. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> All right. So I've got the very first game on this list. I've immediately put a Zach warning next yeah, to it. Because you're going to play the hell out of this, I'm sure. Probably. Satisfactory. Mm-hmm. You see what? You see what they did there. I see what they did there. As far as I can tell, they've made Factorio in in like first person. Yeah, kind of. Except probably, I don't know. It's going to be hard to live up to Factorio's like level of precision because that was that's why Factorio is two D essentially is because it's everything is well in when they've been working on the game and talking about it in blogs. It's it, they always talk about how they have to make sure everything is deterministic. It's like it has to be a perfectly deterministic simulation because otherwise multiplayer would be sync horribly and it would fuck everything up. Right. 
and that's why it, that's why Factorio gets bogged down when things get too like even on even in my relatively small large Factorio bases, it starts to slow down because it's like here's a screen which has like two thousand individual items on it that are all <laughs> track tracks their position on the belt as they're moving along, and you know. The way the inserters grab stuff off belt as things go past means that, like, it all has to be positionally maintained and all that stuff. Mm. So, yeah, that's why Factorio is probably, that's probably the main reason for it to be 2D, but if they can pull off simplifying that somehow, maybe to, like, just model it rather than. Well, I mean, it depends on. I mean, there was a weird animal on the belt as well, is that? Well, they, they, I think they said that, like, there's going to be wildlife is going to be slightly more important than factorious dumb bugs. So you might let's think that web page suggests that you might be able to get a pet, and I think that will be it, or at least one of the options. Dog lizard. Dog lizard. Yes. But yeah, I mean, if they manage to pull off some reasonably decent simulation. The thing that I saw when that they when they it was when in that video is like. They show stuff brief, very briefly as it's cutting around. They show like the stuff on the belt going into smelters and stuff. But there's a moment where stuff is going into a smelter before the, the before the exit belt has been built, but it doesn't show what happens in that case because it's just like the question is like the flow of materials. Is it actually like are the physical items represented as physical items? That travel along the belt and then go into a building and then pop out the other side, or is it more like a, just a just an idea of an item? Because <laughs> mm. that's one way that you could make the simulation more simplified but still look good, I guess. Would be to like not physically simulate every single item on a belt. Yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> see one thing go through that it's just like, or it's more like a flow status, mm. like so the. The representation of items on the belt which means that things are going along, but you don't necessarily know to need to know each individual item's position or something. Who knows? Yeah, there's ways to do it, but you know, maybe they'll maybe they won't need to. Maybe it will actually just work as good as Factorio does. Yeah, maybe they'll have sorted that out. There is a very brief cut, cut moment in one of the cuts in that video where you can distinctly see two items on the belt clipping into each other, but I'm sure that's probably just because it's alpha, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But apart from that, it seems like, you know, they've got everything. They've got trains, got cars. That's pretty much all Factorio has from <laughs> weird logistics. But the, the one thing that people are slightly wary about is the fact that supposedly the map is like a preset map. Right. It's just a map. It's just the map. Right. Okay. There may be opportunities for the, like, resources to be in slightly different locations, but it's going to probably be the exact same map every time, so that may not may hurt its replay. Yeah, may not give you as much opportunity to, like, have different problems to solve. The classic problem. Steam Workshop. Well, yeah, if they manage to get mods in it, that could be... I mean, it's it's worth noting that this is Coffee Stain Games. Yep. The, the goat simulator people. Yep. They're no stranger to mods. I, mean, I think Goat Simulator has a kind of different 
modern style, which is just throw <laughs> fucking anything in it. <laughs> Not very precisely designed mods that are meant to work with everything else in the game. Sure. It's more like break the game by throwing whatever shit you want in it. I mean, if maps are the only thing they add as workshop support, then surely that solves that. Like, I don't know if maps are even something you would... That, well, I don't think maps would be a thing that most people would be able to mod that easily. That's quite a lot of work. Yeah, probably. To make an entire world map. Yeah. I mean, if they can get it so you can mod in, you know, different resources and different processing buildings and all that stuff, like Factorio has, that would probably be good. Mm. Still might be quite complicated, though. And the other thing that may or may limit the complexity of that game is that it appears that pretty much every building just has an in and an out. And it's also, it, it's just like a hole where the belt goes in. Mm. Whereas, like, the whole thing about Factorio with the inserters picking stuff up off the belts is it's not, the belt just happens to go past the building and then you mm. have to manage that interface. Like, if you need more faster inserters to pick up more stuff quicker or whatever. Yeah, it sounds like or there might be different belts. It sounds like there might be some simplifications or. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Satisfactory. I feel like they could have intercapital put a dash in to make the pun a bit more obvious. <laughs> I don't know, I quite like it. It's just the word. Because it probably explains your <coughs> review of the game. Like, just straight out. It's like, satisfactory. Uh, Neocab. Oh, also, yeah, look forward to Zach playing hundreds of hours of that, probably. <laughs> week in, week out. Um, Neocab, yes, uh, looked uh, like an adventure game, I guess, just with slightly unusual trappings. That you're, you know, sat in a cab doing uh, doing jobs, doing jobs, doing jobs, whilst uh, basically trying to pay your way just long enough to find what's happened to your sister. And uh, the trailer seems to suggest that obviously that trouble then ends up on you. Because of relations, I suppose. Mirror's Edge all over again in a cab. Um, yeah, not, not a lot to say there. That is what it is. Um, uh, the biggest PUBG rip I've seen for a while, just because like player unknowns battlegrounds, Mavericks proving grounds. <laughs> okay, admittedly, Mavericks isn't a name of a guy this time. It's just Mavericks, as in plural colon proving grounds. It was just like the similarities there, right? Um, Although they did try to, like, um, at least during the show, they were quite obviously going, like, this is the first of our Battle Royale games (laughs) we're showing tonight. What makes your game different from all the others? Um, uh, And this guy was trying to say, well, we've got a thousand players. And I'm like, sorry, what? (laughs) How on earth does that work? Um, And also some MMO trappings, by the sound of it. Like, there's some hub world. Uh, where everyone hangs out as well, like before you walk into a game or something like that. Who knows? PUBG. It's PUBG. Um, I've forgotten absolutely everything about the Forgotten City, conveniently. I can't remember anything about that game. Sorry, that game. You might have been good. Um, Nope, I've got nothing. Star Control Origins? Getting a bit of a Space Pirates and Zombies vibe? Well, not exactly. It's more like, it looks more like Spore again. 
second time we brought up something comparison to Spore recently. What the Spore, the Spore space stuff? At yeah. Least. Well, at least that was the most deep part of Spore. Yeah. Like, supposedly it's meant to be quite a lot like the old Star Control games, in that, like, as in. Yeah, maybe it's just like the same fun- game functionally, but with better graphics. So, like, not necessarily improvement. Just a nicer modern look of look of it, possibly. Possibly. Although apparently there's some copyright like drama going on with Star Control, where like the people making this game, it's like they they bought the rights they. When Atari was selling the rights to Star Control and they bought it, but what they were selling was the rights to the name Star Control, not the actual Star Control universe. So it might not be able to have like the same alien races and all that stuff from Star Control, which is a bit weird. Hmm. A bit of a weird situation to be in. But at least they got the name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bit confused at first because they said it was by like like Star Doc making Star Control, yeah. and it's like oh, that's a little odd. Um, I, look, I had to look up what Forgotten City was. Is that a weird adventure game where everyone turned to gold or something? It's like a first-person story-driven thing. Don't turn it. Don't turn it to gold. Anyway, uh, and we've got a little little. Um, thing from Crytek talking about Hunt Showdown, which is getting some updates. Pretty sure that game's still early access though, right? So they're like, hey, we're adding stuff to our early access game. Hmm. Great. Um, then we had some sort of mech combat game called Archangel Hellfire that I'm not sure looked all that great. They had showed like a, a mech exploding and it had one of those classic, like, I don't know, like... Uh, Somewhat amateurish things where, like, the, the the mech clearly disappeared just before the explosion happened. Do you know what I mean? Sort of that sort of awkward, like, all the models popped out and now the explosion's happening. Just, I don't know something about it. Like, kind of like the idea, just didn't, didn't look all that great. Um. Uh, then we got the sinking city, which looked like I don't know. This did this didn't look great either. Um, it's like it's a otherworldly Lovecraftian mystery featuring a Sherlock Holmes-like character with some poopy shooting. The only way to describe it, some poopy shooting. And some everyone, everyone, every, every char- other character you seem to meet looks ill in some way, or like a monster, or weird. Just, mm, yeah, don't know. Don't know. Uh, then Warframe showed up to talk about a new, new Warframe. <laughs> Woo. Um, then we got a bit of a Sega montage saying, hey guys, don't forget Sega likes the PC too. Uh, showed us some of the games they'd already put out. And it's like, okay, we don't care about those. But uh, confirming that Shenmue 1 and 2 HD are coming to PC, which I think we already knew. Um, Shining Resonance, which I think I've seen as a Switch game. Or a Switch RPG or something like that. That's getting a PC release. Um, most importantly, the Yakuza games are coming to PC. They're finally getting ported. So, um, Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza uh, Zero are definitely coming to PC. Um, they later announced outside that there's going to be a Yakuza Kiwami 2 as well. 
uh, which is a new game. We haven't done that yet. But I don't know, those Yakuza games or Yakuza, however you want to say it, they they hold some draw with me. I might want to might want to play one. Yakuza Zero is apparently a good place to jump in. Or Yakuza Kiwami for that fact. Both of them are pretty good places to jump in. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, and Valkyria Chronicles 4 got a very brief bit of footage. Um, not enough to really make any opinions on. <laughs> Other than it looks like Valkyria Chronicles. But not still not sure quite how it plays yet. Here we got some stuff about Killing Floor 2. Don't care. Um, then we got uh, a ridiculous trailer for a open world RPG where you are a shark. And when your main aim is to eat everyone. <laughs> Just eat people. Cause mayhem. With a skill tree and everything. And it's called Man Eater. I bet that's a streamer's delight. Um, quick little video of something called Bravery Network Online that I got some Darkest Dungeon style vibes from. Like the way it looked like a sort of like future breakdance <laughs> combat thing. The two crews looked like they were fighting each other, but like the way the combat, the camera moved and the way the things were drawn looked a little bit like Darkest Dungeon, that sort of, um, hand drawn, like not many frames of animation kind of look. It's all in the camera work. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Morning Star, which looked at first looked like some kind of farming simulator, but then the world zoned out, and there was just a PC there, and the turnip turned into a floppy disk called Turn Up instead, and he puts that in a computer, and then it goes booting and uh, yeah that was it that was all we saw no idea what that is morning star so he didn't get turned up no no the turnip didn't get turned up turn up for what and when you swing the morning star it doesn't make their heads fly off and go <laughs> give give old... give yeah, and I'm pretty sure that the, the, the give 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 part wasn't related to the morning star in oh, killer okay. 90 but but that was a weapon you had. I think if you was it? Oh no, it might have been. It was either the Morning Star or the Vampire Axe, where if you swung it in Killer Ninety, like just random bits of blood would just start raining from the sky. <laughs> Quake mods. Um, uh, a black, red, red, black, red, black, red, and white pixel horror shooter thing. Yes, the way to describe it called Overwhelm. Shadow Drop came out immediately. Very moody. I definitely don't think you can have Shadow Drops at a PC conference where it's just like these aren't even these are just random people publishing their games. <laughs> oh, I guess. Uh, for some reason, that's been corrected to Overwhelm on my phone. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution got a little bit. Uh, would you call this a shadow drop? Because it was like pretty much already out by the time you <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
well, it might have been a couple of days after the show, actually, thinking about it. But, like, yeah, that's out now. Do you care? It's Frontier. You know, the Planet Coaster guys. Well, I don't care that much about Jurassic Park. <laughs> that doesn't help. Jurassic World. <laughs> Definitely don't care about that. <laughs> no, but not even the park building aspects or the management of it or the disaster management. No, I feel like I need to actually see some more of it. Okay. I don't ever see preview stuff and it's just like that's not really showing you what the game's like. It's just like here's something that's already built, let's just fly around and look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's all I've really I've really seen of it in fairness. It's um I mean it's a pretty good looking game. I'll give it that. They, you know, for, Planet Coaster was a pretty good looking game. Yeah. Um, Jeff Goldblum time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Insomniac Games have been working on something with Oculus that kind of looked interesting. Uh, VR only, obviously. But Stormland uh, seems to be like a... Okay, I'll get... It's hard not to call it a survival game because it looks a little bit like a survival game, but it's you're effectively a robot that's supposed to guard and uh, like maintain this planet, this ecosystem. And then some bad robots enter the neighbor and start hurting you and your friends, and you've got to obviously presumably do something and solve the mystery. And but you know it's it's all designed for VR, like with the the proper move controllers and well move controllers, you know the proper controllers and stuff like that. And uh, so you can like literally rip your own arm off and replace it with something else if you want. Because you're a robot. Um, but, you know, look, it, looked, it looked like a sort of no-compromise first-person shooter in spots. Like, it didn't look like they were doing any, like, teleport tricks or... So then how does the movement really work and things like that? They were... Uh, you know, it's a bit of a discussion on It's like, yeah, we put, we're putting a lot of effort into making this movement work and, like, in a way that will... Um, let you do what you want to do, basically. Superman style flying seems to be their their their, their thing. Stick your arms out in front and you'll fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, another what I assume is an adventure game, sort of a crime drama thing about another cabbie, by the sounds of it, uh, called Nightcall. Um, then there was that Sable game I mentioned earlier. Uh, a bit more about talking about how they uh, did their cool visual style. Seriously, go look at it. Um, Star Citizen had a thing. Seriously, I mean, the trailer looks actually pretty good. <laughs> Everything it was a trailer. looks good. Yeah, but yeah, it was a trailer. It's like hard to glean anything from it. What's the game? Are any of those modules connected yet? Did that happen at some point? No, I don't think so. That was all they did. They just sort of showed this trailer, rocked up, went home, didn't actually say anything. Uh, Genesis Alpha 1? You know anything about that? I, I can't remember. It's such a generic name. I've got nothing in my brain about it. <laughs> Oh no, that was the one about. Um, yeah, I do remember now. You're on a, like a spaceship or something, and you're given clearance to muck around with DNA to build a more efficient crew, like just make alien people, like of your own d- creation. 
but then of course things go bad because they do. So there's combat as well. Um, what, yeah, who, who really knows how much freedom there is in that? Um, new Don't Starve game. Well, I don't know about new. Was it an expansion or might be an expansion? Don't Starve Hamlet. Are you, are you done with Don't Starve? Does this look anything? It looked more like town-based, obviously. But... Well, depends how different it actually is. I mean, if it is a different game. But then again, I think if, the, if I was going to play another <laughs> similar thing, I'd probably move on to Oxygen Not Included instead. That seems to be like <laughs> Don't Starve in Space, except for more like Dwarf Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, then we got some of that Just Cause 4 stuff we already talked about. Um, a Walking Dead game that looked kind of bad. It was like an FPS, I think. Or it looked like they were trying to um, get some of the feels from like the Left 4 Dead sort of look. Like it would be a four-player co-op thing, maybe. I mean, the characters they lined up then looked a lot like the cast of the first Left 4 Dead game. <laughs> Black guy, girl, Bill. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> the other guy. I can't remember who the other guy was. Lewis. Oh, yeah. That's no, hey, that's, oh, that's, that's two. The black guy. Like, what? Wasn't it? Who was in Left 4 Dead? In the first one. You had, like, Zoe. Businessman. Lewis. Hey, that guy was... I don't remember. Oh, yeah, he was the sort of war jackety. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm thinking of that, that guy from um, Dead Rising. Biker, like there's it. the biker dude, isn't oh, it? Biker dude. Maybe. Oh, yes, yeah, you know, I'm, I've got it now. I've got it now. He had the beard and the... Yes, yes, you're, you're dead right. And he hates everything. Yes. <laughs> I remember now. My brain's kicked in. Uh, Two Point Hospital looks cool. Kind of, still. It's being possible now. I'm still not on board with their art style, really. <laughs> I mean, it looks like being possible, just in 3D. It looks too clunky. Like, they don't, they don't think they've emulated the animation style well. There wasn't really much animation. In, well, they, 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 I think everything, everything I mean, basically that might just... be the problem, though. I think it's like the two-point animations just look kind of far too exaggerated for those character models. Like, they look real floppy. Like when they're walking, it's like. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought it looked good. I, li- I like the fact that it's not rats. Mm-hmm. It's monobrows. <laughs> monobrows escape from monobrow patients and become a pest. Yeah, well, I think they like and what they showed of like you have to go around and pick things up to find them. I think that's a bit much. Maybe. Yeah. Unless it is just like a one-off thing. Because if that's a continuous problem over a long period of time, that's just going to be a real tedious thing to deal with. Mm. <laughs> they go lift up everything in your hospital to clean it. Yeah. yeah. Unless maybe there were some perks for your janitors later on where that becomes less of a thing. Or mm, maybe. Or maybe it's just that specific mission. Yeah. It's like, hey, you've got a monobrow problem. I thought it was funny anyway. If, that, if, the, if the game is inventive like that all the way through, then good on them. <laughs> but like we said, it's not necessarily a problem with recreating the humor. It's a problem Mechanics. It's probably equally both. That game needs the humor to survive. Well, it needs the humor, but I don't think that's necessarily as much of a problem as the mechanics. Mm, maybe. Or you reckon they're just going to get the humor bit right? Yeah. Okay. I think that, I, well, 
maybe not, you know, they could still do humor at like 70% and still succeed well enough on the humor aspect. <laughs> but the mechanics aspect, they kind of have to. It's 70% funny. <laughs> Does that basically mean it's not funny? <laughs> Hasn't I quite reached the pretty funny. much quite a lot of Team Hostel is just not funny, really. But that's kind of also why it's funny in some cases. What, the fact that they actually have, like, slack jaw and then, of course, proper broken bones? Yeah. It's just like, the comedy of the broken bones is not necessarily the disease. Not even the treatment's that interesting, but, you know. No, you go into a weird vat <laughs> or, like, just get in a cabinet for a bit. Yeah. Uh, Realm Royale was another Battle Royale game. I'm going to say it now that like it's pitched as being a sort of like fantasy battle royale game. It's not fantasy. You've got guns, and like there's some magic powers, I suppose. But you've got guns. Yeah, I'm 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 calling it. But there is some sort of chicken mechanic in it that they talked about but didn't explain, and they just said, "Yeah, if you if you don't know what that is, go look at it." And I haven't. <laughs> but there's chickens. I think when you die, you become a chicken for a bit, and you can run around and then maybe do something. I don't know. Um, then it was Ooblets I do not know what this game is I remember it I do not know what you do in it you seem to be kids with like it, look, it reminds me of the art style from like the um, from uh, Katamari Damacy a little bit like everyone's a little bit blocky and sort of has sort of exaggerated animations and very laid very laid back and leaning back literally don't know and then there's Anno eighteen eighty. None of us care about that, right? Well, maybe if they ever make that game mechanically more functional, I guess. It's like those games are supposedly not bad, but they're like kind of, you know, a simplified idea of a city builder. Not really a city builder exactly. It's more like resource management that that includes a city building aspect. Hmm. So if they could pull off something a bit more, you know, mechanically com- complex and like intertwined, that actually required more strategy, possibly. You know, we need to come out and say it's like it's about building. It is about building mega cities eventually. Well, I mean, or... that's pretty much what all of these games have always been about in the end. To build a huge ass city, but whether that matters is the kind of important bit. Um. Then we got another Battle Royale game, but not quite as you'd expect it. Uh, Rapture Rejects is the apparently, you know, driven by the cyanide and happiness people, or at least, you know, related to in some way. And they've made a sort of top down isometric <coughs> run gun Battle Royale game, which, you know, clearly has the art style. But it might be okay. You know, simple Battle Royale game. It's probably. Could be cheap, <laughs> you know. Are they really going to get enough players to play a game like that? That's probable battle royale, I suppose. Question mark? Question mark? Um, and finally, we got to see some more, some Hitman Two. Um, kill people with frying pans in Miami. That's far too much of a normal weapon. Where's the soup cans? Where's the fire extinguishers? They, they've um, they've talked up a pretty good game, and it is just like it's more Hitman. But the scope of what they're doing in each episode in each area is, you know, supposedly quite a lot bigger. Like the areas will be bigger, the possibilities will be 
creator, the amount of stuff they can then do with that environment as extra stuff or other stuff is then bigger. The elusive target stuff can be more intricate and more varied. Um, seems like a sensible route for them. Yeah, bigger environments, <coughs> more of what makes Hitman great, I suppose. Uh, November 13th this year. Cranking it out. <laughs> uh, good. Yes, kind of. Probably was just like season two's content. Yeah, I guess. It probably is basically the exact same game. <laughs> Underneath, at least. Yeah. I don't know. I know we're not all that interested in most of that stuff there, but it's like, um, so it's hard to us to really comment on a lot of it. Um, but I think it's nice that the PC gaming show exists so that like the smaller games can get a bit of time. It's not just the AAA show. Except he actually what? <laughs> not many. I do. <laughs> just in case there's anything interesting there. Ah, oh, look, boy, let's do Sony. This was an odd show. Well, if they decided to do something fancy, but it made it like it was a, one of those things where it's like, let's do something fancy for the people who are there, but mm. it makes the show incredibly bad for people who are watching it anywhere yeah. else. Well, apparently, so it was quite awkward for the people who were there. People who were there. Yeah, because they had they had to move everybody to a proper set. And I thought it was kind of cool the concept. It would have been annoying well, if yeah. you're a games journalist trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I mean, I, I, my first notes here are: uh, this is a bit of a weird location, and the audio quality is really bad in here. Um, and it seemed like half the crowd was standing, which makes sense when you realise what was going to happen yeah. later on. <laughs> and and the camera was wobbly, like which seemed like you know this. It felt very amateur hour going into this. Um, but then we got that Last of Us Part Two trailer. And that explains what, where they were, because it was like they recreated the thing from the game in the real world. Yeah, yeah. which was cool. Just I feel like they probably could have just done a less complicated version of that inside a theatre. Yeah, perhaps if they just put <laughs> like strung up some lights in the theatre and just turned them on during the... Or just like had some kind of like projection screen onto the walls to make it look like it was a smaller even though it was actually a theatre or something. But first, how about you have that like five minute banjo solo? Yep, you got to do the banjo solo. That was cool. I mean, it, it was cool, but it's not what I'm here to see. I mean, um, the, the, like, yeah, they there was a, it was probably equally as bad as the Just Dance one, except for the, at least with Just Dance, you knew from the start what it was. Whereas that well, was the banjo dude. It was like you're not entirely certain what this is. Well, he immediately like starts me. playing the theme from the game. So, well, sure. I mean. But like when they're when you're seeing the weird set and the banjo dude comes out, you're like, "What are you doing, so Oh right. Mm. <laughs> it's not like watching the God of War stuff with a live orchestra. No, it's not. It's not nearly as cool as that. And even you know, I guess they did it later on again, but kind of for more as a transition, where they had another dude playing another instrument for far too long. That was cooler though. Mm. I preferred that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did we talk, think about Last of Us 2? Um, obviously digging into the non-zombie part in this particular yeah. look at it. Um, most about human factions, which are clearly all evil. Um, I thought it was a great trailer. 
the combination, I mean, the gameplay yeah, and, really, the, and the and uh, the and the story stuff. It's really interesting. I mean, will it play out in the way that that? Yeah, is, I mean, is the that, main is question that a is like lift from the game is like is, yeah. that, is that scene like you know does it do that hard cut for some reason to the to the combat scenario? Oh, probably it, not. But it could do. I mean, I suppose. It's it's really interesting if that's what they go if they do if they're going to try some like more film like narrative tricks like that then I rather than the sort of straight linear progression then that's really interesting to me I want to see them try if anyone's going to do it yeah but going to the gameplay section like it's sort like the animation fluidity stuff um it's it's it looks even even with naughty dog or whatever who've been trying doing this stuff for years better than anyone else really mm. it still looked unbelievably good i think i know it's, it's like some of it's incredible just that last combat sequence at the end in the building yeah right and she squeezes us the bit where she squeezes herself through the cover yeah and just that how it transitioned into that and it's, it's just amazing all it's the like, little things it's like can this really be real or to what extent is this i don't know yeah. a, bit, a little bit bullshit but then they can't do that these days like and if anyone can do what they showed as actual gameplay it's got to be it's naughty dog right so yes, it's not you can't do that these days ea battlefield 5 yeah really. well yeah but that's not claiming that doesn't look like gameplay does it does it? Put a hut on it, right? <laughs> they put a hut on it. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, we all know it's not, but like, they, you know, they put a hut on it. Yeah. But this looks enough like gameplay, right? I mean, it is gameplay. <laughs> this right? looks. This is like the opposite problem, where it's like if they put a hut on it, it might be more believable. <laughs> well, it, it has the hut elements, right? Exactly. Like it, it did have it. It, did but it have had the occasional one when they crafted. Yeah, and, when sure. she, and when she yeah, took and damage, when she like, picks up it, stuff, like it has yeah. little icons and stuff. But I feel like there should be like. And even the stealth indicator, like from Metal Gear. Sure. That, <laughs> yeah. That's only appears for a moment. Which is it's good. Like, I like the Metal Gear stealth indicator. That works like, well. You know, they've made themselves a problem by making a game that doesn't have much HUD most of the time. But that's <laughs> good. But, well, it's good for the game, but it's hard to prove that it is the game when you're showing it in a video. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, in fairness, the first game did this as well. Because remember, they, they yeah. showed the first few showings of it. They didn't have much HUD yeah. there as well and then in fact they changed it all completely for when the actual game came out um, yeah I, mean, I, I, don't know. I think i think i think it looked like actually i think that that stealth mechanic might have been in the original last of us as well thinking about it sort of, so and like and, and that would have predated metal gear right but well i mean other games have done similar stealth indicators before yeah probably but i like that you know that 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 the 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 nice thing where there's an audio warning as well is is nice. That sort of like you're, you're being seen. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. I thought it played out real well. Of course, it went bad as well. You know, this, it couldn't stay yeah. stealthy for long, and it's well, and it ran into the exact same problem with Tomb Raider of like any amount of foliage is hella stealth. Yeah, you could be lying oh, down yeah. in like an inch of grass and be completely. Well, that's just a, that's a gameplay thing, though. I know. I know. That's I, just what they need. At least it was grass and not like a bush for some but of it. It was like grass, and the people were like above her. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just see them instantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like they were like two feet behind her as well, and she just dives into some grass, and like they're like she's gone in the grass. Well, at least it was slightly dark in that case. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> slightly. The Tomb Raider was somewhat dark, but the Tomb Raider the, was very dark in places. This was a bit unfortunate for the Tomb Raider people that they had a very similar sequence that would just look <laughs> yeah. about fifty million times better. Yeah, yeah. 
It does um, put it does make make Tomb Raider suffer somewhat. But it's still, sure. I'm still slightly skeptical that that's like, will the game will fully turn out like that? But I mean, if it gets close, then uh, it's pretty hype for that. That looks awesome. It was, and I yeah. thought it was a really effective trailer, like with the story stuff as well, and the kind of performance capture stuff that they do has continued to to oh yeah, to yeah, de- yeah. develop. I mean, that was the, some of the I best mean, stuff. The classic problem for a mocap or any kind of animation in games or any like animated media is a proper kiss right right yeah that's what they say that's one of the hardest things to do and they just went and for it yeah and it, and it looked great in fact yeah, it's really like good. looking at it from a fidelity point of view it looked realistic gnome immediately was like oh god those kissing noises though mm. like just like the mix of it was just really loud so it's like <laughs> well <laughs> like just whatever. just like just like, re- like a little much a little much <laughs> it was fine it worked that I mean, it's sweaty, just, you sweaty know. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is the um, uh, yeah? What is it? it? Obviously, just asks all kinds of questions. Like, what is the actual story now? Are we playing as Ellie most of the time? Like, or is that I the twist so. this time that we like in the first game? Spoiler alert! You're playing as Joel for like the entire yeah. time, aren't you? Apart from that, that one sequence, yeah, uh, extended sequence, admittedly, but you're doing that, and it's like maybe yeah. this is the other way around this time. I expect um, so. Sounds, Sounds like, like Joel, Joel is like running it, the right? camp or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, and, he's a, and he's a bit of a hard ass about it, but <coughs> but the camp's in a good place now, it seems. And but you know, I suspect the other girl of all, you know, uh, she's she's going to have dodgy motives. I reckon. Do you think? Yeah, we I've got my see. suspicions. Yeah, and no release date, right? Was there? Um, I don't think so. No. I don't think that's. I mean, that, well, it's not that's, this year, is it? It's not this year. No, definitely not. Um, I I think we'll I think we'll see it next year, but yeah, um, no guarantees. They, you know, Naughty Dog have had a tendency to slip quite a bit, and that's fine, really, <laughs> considering what they put out. Let it cook. Let it cook. Okay. Cool. Uh, pretty so, then they moved about every- that. so then they moved everyone out of that 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 little venue. Um, uh, while they were doing this, they had an intermission show, which was oh so painful. Um, they showed some not really good newsy bits. It's like so here's the point where Call of Duty shows up, and it's like we haven't seen that yet. <laughs> like Sony have got got the scoop on this again. Oh no! Wait, all they're showing us is a trailer for maps that are going to be exclusive if you pre-order. Well, they, said, they said the, for some reason that these maps are going to be backported into free as well. Like it's not just for the new game; it's also for the old game. What in Blops Three? Yeah, weird. Okay. Or infinite, or infinite, or World War Two. Oh, maybe we says they're bringing Nuke Town to World War Two. Um, <laughs> Or would it? Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that was all they had to say about the Yeah, blocks, so weirdly. <laughs> I guess maybe everyone realised that this was like not t- turning out to be a thing that they could show. But yeah, you might be like, right. This because... is the Battle Royale game, and it's just like everyone's real bored of those. Because the, well, and also COD shows the campaign stuff at E3. Yeah. And there's no campaign this year. So they had nothing to show. Uh, 
Yeah, weird. Just just slightly odd. Um, uh, they also talked about some of the stuff that they announced ahead of time, which we glossed over earlier. Well, I don't like, think they really talked about them. No, they just like like his. <laughs> they just his. the like half of each of the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Um. That Tetris effect, though. What happens if you take res and combine it with Tetris? Well, what happens if you take Tetris and add a tiny bit of res in the background? <laughs> Is the more likely answer to this game. And VR. And VR. Unnecessarily, because you're playing Tetris. And I think I heard that Mizuguchi might actually be involved. Yeah. Like, you know, so it is Res. <laughs> res is Tris. Uh, Twin Mirror was another one of the things I've noted as being mildly interesting. I can't, but unfortunately, I can't remember anything about it. I, I don't do think they really showed anything about it. No. It just looked a bit like um, Inception, maybe? It had that kind of like weird world. I don't remember that much about it either. I no. just got a feel of like, oh, this looks kind of like a Inception-esque thing. I okay. think, maybe. I don't remember. I'm sure there'll be more to come of that. And then they had, um, I got good feels about Ghost Giant, though. Another VR game. It looked kind of kind of cool. Like, you know, like, your, your benevolent ghost like, trying to tip- help a town. Running the typical VR thing, where it's like, or an invisible thing that can interact with the world, and helpfully that gives you some story hooks. It seemed like this little mouse creature, though, sort of realised you were there or something, and like completely ripping off that other game where you're an invisible ghost and there's a mouse creature that you talk to. What, Moss, but yeah. Moss was more of a platformer, wasn't it? Like, well, I mean, arguably, it's not like you're doing the platforming. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. It looked, it looked kind of neat. Um, uh, and then we got a little brief bit about the Destiny 2 expansions coming. Someone shot a ghost. Well, somebody shot that dude. Well, yeah, and that dude, yeah. Shot some people. Looked like aliens led by a human or something like that. Maybe some cross-faction stuff going on. Don't care, Destiny. Um, all right, then we get to the meat of it. We finally cut back yes. to a bigger room. To the real theatre. Um, and we get a, I thought, kind of, again, a bit like the banjo, kind of cool performance on one of those. I don't even know what you call it. Cool, but, but the sort too of long. Japanese pipe things. And yeah, it might have been a bit long, but uh, I'm digging it. I mean, I, like, this one I would say was more excusable because it, it's clearly like this was the, while they were still getting people into the theatre and maybe they cut back to it too soon or whatever. Oh, you reckon? I'll, I'll let them have an extra long one on that one. <laughs> Oh, I see. You reckon people are still getting settled while they were doing that? Yeah. Uh, maybe. That's quite a good time filler. I, mean, I, mean, I assume that they had something going on whilst that was happening. Maybe like a longer, even longer performance than we saw was going on at the same time. Because mm. I, you know, want something vaguely, some no- noise happening in that theatre while people are coming noise. in. Noise. Background music. Uh. Yeah, and that was in in aid of leading up to Ghost of Tsushima this time, which looks amazing. Apparently, this is just the year of Japanese samurai. Yeah, maybe <laughs> because we've had like three different games that have had pretty much this exact same Sekiro, theme. Tsushima, yeah, Neo Two later on. Um, yeah, I, I've this was this blew me away. This was my moment of the show. I think, like, just yeah. that was along with Halo, like, just like. Wow. Okay. This this game looks incredible. It's samurai. <laughs> what and, and Mongols? 
What's not to love? It's deception and oh man, what what an amazing looking game as well. It looks pretty killer. How good was that combat sequence? As I well? love that just, moment oh. where he just kills that guy in one hit immediately. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, proper proper samurai. <laughs> and then and then the kind of fight in the leaves was a bit of Metal Gear, wasn't it? Oh but man, still, it's, but it's cool. And, and and everything's catching fire as it goes on, and it's just what an incredible sequence. So who's making That's, this thing? I don't know. It's a one of Sony's worldwide studios, I think. But it's the second instance of a game where I thought the horse looked weird. But maybe I maybe that maybe those horses did look weird because the other instance was the Assassin's Creed horse. I thought the Assassin's Creed horse had some problems actually because I think I saw its like feet clip through the floor a few times and you know. I thought it looked weird and then this one looked just as weird and I'm like maybe that's what horses look like from that angle <laughs> maybe I've just never seen a horse moving from behind at that angle to actually see what it looks like it's a sucker punch uh, behind Ghost of Tsushima oh really mm. uh, so the infamous team mm, yeah okay that makes sense. Uh, and they haven't really done anything else other than Infamous since the Sly Cooper games, so I guess it's good of them to be doing something else. But yeah, man, I I loved this sequence. Gnome was like, oh god, they're on horses again. This is going to be like another Red Dead, isn't it? Like, <laughs> she immediately was like... Oh yeah, some pop from in Japan. Yeah, she was immediately just like, oh, I'm going to be so bored! Can't wait for Red Dead, <laughs> oh my god. Horses, yes. I mean, it's quite hard to do horses. I think Red Dead is one of the few games to have get it got it really right. Mm. But I mean, they're better, right? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a key part of the game. Yeah. What's the second best horses in gaming then? <laughs> Epona. <laughs> yeah, but it was good at the time. But what about what about the Breath of the Wild horses? Are they? Yeah, they're all right. They're, they're okay. But they're like again, like because I suppose because of the speed up mechanic, some sort of. Gamey equivalent, I guess. Um, I mean, I used to. I mean, I haven't played The Witcher, but I would imagine that horse must be pretty sweet. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you'd, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I should. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Because that's quite mm. important. That's probably probably it. I just haven't played it. Anyway, Ghost of Tsushima. I... I'm so hyped now. I like. I knew it existed, and I knew people were excited about it. Now I know why. This, 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 yeah, really good, really good showing. Um, it's just as well because you know Sony needed it at this point. I was losing faith. Mm. Um, what after? after or just, just just after? Well, just after the intermission and like how bad this show was going. It's just like okay, at least you landed another big hitter to to kick us back off. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Last of Us. I'm not saying Last of Us Part Two was bad. Like, I thought just, they like, said out like, front that like, okay, we're going to do four big hitters, and that's basically yeah, the show. something something like that. Yeah, right. they were basically like, we're not we're not showing too much new this year. We're just we're just getting on with it. So um, yeah, Samurai game. What's it called again? Ghost of Ghost. Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, uh, and it's one of those TS Tsushimas. Ah, Tsushima. Cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah, amazing. Um, and then we got Remedy's new game, which for a long time watching this trailer, I was sat there going, 
Oh no, they aren't, are they? This is a Quantum Break sequel. Yeah, it looks because like it, Quantum Break. Oh boy, does it? Yeah, lot, the effects are so similar. Um, but it's not called Quantum Break. It's called Control. But I would, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not a Quantum Break sequel, right? No. But maybe they would call it Quantum Control or something, just a or Control Break. <laughs> I don't know, just to keep it like a little bit more uh, in keeping. But yeah, the, the that visual style and some of those. I mean, it wasn't quite so fractured, I suppose, as Quantum mm. Break did. You know, the sort of tri- triangular, flickery stuff that that game did. But I don't know. Remedy could be cool. You forgot about the weird, pointless dreams transitions. Yeah, I did. For some reason, they were using that to make these tiny little five-second transition scenes. Yeah, and yet I don't know if no, I actually talked about it again. There was absolutely no mention of Dreams <laughs> this year other than those. Like, Dreams still isn't out. Still isn't a thing. And, I mean, neither are some of the other stuff they've talked about in previous shows, like, you know, the graffiti game or whatever, where the graffiti comes to life. And mm. like, that wasn't no mention of that either. Like, I've forgotten what that's called, but... You know what else there wasn't really any mention of? Mm-hmm. They didn't. No, I, it was shown in one of them in a montage somewhere, I think. But they didn't actually go back into Days Gone. No, I mean they, they talked. They, there was some brief stuff before the show on yeah. Days Gone. That was one of the things I skipped over intentionally because they didn't really show anything of interest. Just that it's there. Yeah. I guess they didn't want to. Well, I don't know. They yeah. didn't want to go back to last year and bore everyone with something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they'd lost. It felt like they'd lost faith in it a little bit. Mm. Um, I, well, I'd never had faith in it in fairness, but or maybe it was just like, yeah, we've got Last of Us showing. <laughs> no more zombies. Just we, can't, zombies. We, we can't put that next to Days Gone. Whether these zombies in that one? Yeah. <laughs> Probably a you know, thought ahead of, ahead of time, just in case they put zombies in that. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the thing like a lot of Resident Evil fans have been waiting for for a long time, Resident Evil Two remake had been kind of one of the things they've been waiting for. Well, other like a new game, but like, were we really expecting a full, proper remake? No, they've gone way further with this than anyone was expecting. Like, if you remember what they did for Resident Evil One's remake, mm. they basically took the game and polygonized the whole thing, but it still looked and played like the original. This is a full-on, you know, reimagining of what that game is. Like, it probably has the same sort of like the same areas, the same layout, the same inventory. I bet, but but it looks like it's being presented very differently, like much more graphically, literally. Um, uh, you know, you know, fully polygonized, fully like really good-looking. Again, like they've done, they've done a pretty damn good job in making in recreating it all and recreating the atmosphere for people that are into re this this seems like it would be great but we don't know really how uh, well we know we know some of how it plays like it seems like it's taking the resident evil 4 gameplay style was what is what i've heard mm. so it's like hey imagine people like resident evil 4 imagine if you played resident yeah. evil 2 like that and everyone's like wait sounds good <laughs> sure i mean Resident Evil 4 had like outdoor areas with a bit more space. Mm. Resident Evil 2 is a bit more confined being in Raccoon City, but sure. I never got very far in Resident Evil 2. I played 
I played it back in the day, but I found it far too hard. You know, to the point where I had to keep restarting it from the beginning because of the way that game's save structure worked. And it's like I'm not I've gotten to a certain point and I'm just not geared up to carry on. I need to play the first, like the stuff leading up to this point better. And yeah, I was no good at it. I was no good at all. So I, I, I haven't no love for it, but it's a big deal. And it's a big deal to a lot of people and they seem to be doing right by it. Good on you. Uh, January 25th next year. So not quite a February game, <laughs> but very close. Um, then the Rick and Morty guys are making a game. Not about Rick and Morty, though. Although that it's guy like, can apparently only do two voices, so... Yeah. Like, yeah, he has a character as well. Like, you know, it's, it's the same. It's the same. It's just he's called Trover. And there's eyes in his eyes. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. You can't really see what that game really was from that trailer. It looks like a platformer of some kind. Hey, I'm buff guy. But this isn't about me. You want some more Kingdom Hearts? Well, you want more of the same Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm done with Kingdom Hearts at this point. It was kind of weird that it showed up, you know, everywhere. Yeah, not just at Sony. Yeah. Not just at Sony and Square Enix, even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it, I think that it being at Microsoft meant something, right? Because Kingdom Hearts has never been on a Microsoft platform before. Yeah. It being there. You know, it's intentional. It's like, hey, we're like we're getting this now. I suppose in the same way that they got Final Fantasy Fifteen was kind of a moment. Yeah, um, this is the similar sort of thing. Um, then we got another bonkers Death Stranding trailer. Not as bonkers as as previous well, ones. This is more like here's some of what, some of the actual game, kind of, kind of assuming that this is how you play it. You're, I mean, as, as far as we know, you're walking. Yeah. And, delivery and, and maybe doing some stealth <laughs> of some kind. I mean, it looks rad. Like, like just purely look and style and the crazy lady with the spiky armor that's not spiky all the time and she can turn the spikes on. That was cool. <laughs> crazy lady. I mean... Uh, the Kojima game. I think I'm going to want to play this regardless. Like, uh, no, no, um, Del Toro mentioned this year. <laughs> uh, had to explain to Gnome who Norman Reedus is. <laughs> you know, it's that Walking Dead guy we don't watch in anything. Okay, so what was your thoughts on it then? I mean, it's just, it's just like I still don't know what to make of it, right? What's the deal with the bait? What, what's just what's the deal? Yeah, well, they're not going to explain wrong, anything. Seems likely. Yeah, that did seem that, like it seems like he he like it's like I'm clearly in a situation where I'm fucked. So if I turn on my time travel baby, I'll just it'll go walk me back somehow. Because the woman over the way is like, oh, you can't do that in the city because you'll fuck up everything. You'll be fine. But everything in the vicinity will get fucked up. Yeah. Because of time travel. Or something. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, because you'll come back to the city when it's not screwed or something and it'll. 
when it's not, not overrun by whatever the creatures are. Or, yeah, something like that. And that his presence of like warping back in the middle of the city will cause some damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah who knows? It's maybe baby travel. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird. But I'm, I'm, I'm in, I think. Like, like, what's the robot thing for? Because he specifically turns it on when he goes, I've got an idea. Yeah, it does it initially appear, look, looks like it might be some kind of scanner, but then it doesn't seem to be on all the time. Yeah, I mean, it changes based on certain things. Like, yeah. sometimes it's got, like, a little light cone in front of it for some reason, and it's pulsing decreases, and it's... Yeah, what's that? What's it all about? Just, just what's going on, man? What's going on? Why are the other things invisible and made of hands? And because there's that bit where the hands are coming, but he gets you know they spend some time looking at his skin real closely, so you can see hand imprints appearing on him. But the hands walk past, and it's like, man, it's so stylish. <laughs> like, I mean, we don't even really know. We, they haven't gone back to what the whole deal is with the tentacle monsters we saw in the Mads Mickelson trailers. Do you remember, like, the second time we ever saw that game? Oh, uh, well, yeah. probably going to be some late game stuff, probably, when yeah. you start getting more into what's actually going on. Well, like, yeah, with Dotor is running away with a baby. <laughs> Man. Madness. But the kind of madness I want to see more of. I mean, we still don't know anything. It's not going to be about carrying a giant backpack of c- clones across various landscapes, is it? It might be. As much as it looks like that, yeah. <laughs> it might just be a stealth delivery game. I mean, what's all this connected by strand stuff he was originally talking about? <laughs> like, the, 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 the new game experience that he was talking about. Is any of that real? The time travel. I mean, it's good how it started with a baby's butt. That's very important. <laughs> yeah, he's still obsessed with butts. The first thing Gnome said actually when she saw that was like, "Where was that camera?" <laughs> and it's like it's in, it's in Norman Reedus somewhere. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we seeing the baby like in the canister? At that point, it doesn't or... seem like it, does it? No, it doesn't. Maybe there's two babies. Maybe you need one inside you and one in the canister for this system to work. <laughs> Double baby action. <laughs> That's so odd. Uh, anyway, um, Team Ninja are making something other than Dead or Alive. They are revisiting Neo, which went down pretty well last year, I think. And they're making Neo 2, which seems a bit quick. They need to finish this now that they can walk by Microsoft. No, Team Ninja haven't been. Oh, no, yeah, the Silver. Nin- Ninja <laughs> Theory got bought by. Confusing names. Yeah, Team Team Ninja are the sexy, sexy ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Neo was their, like, their Japanese take on Dark Souls, effectively, but mission-based, as opposed to full-on open-world-based, and uh, people seem to dig it. So they're making more of it. Yay. Um, all right, Dan, take us through Spider-Man. Take you through it? Yeah. I mean... You, you were most hyped for this out of us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it looks good. They uh, did a whole rogues gallery type thing where he's immediately uh, struggling against a whole bunch of them rather than one at a time, which I thought was cool. 
Electro and uh, Vulture you saw there, Rhino, right? Various. Uh, so are these versions of the designs more like their comic book equivalents? Because, you know, Electro yeah. obviously was not the Electro we saw in Amazing Spider-Man, for instance. Or, no. Uh, or Vulture but, isn't how we had Vulture recently, although relatively similar, I suppose. But No, yeah, I guess they're more like the comic, although I don't really know what the current comic book designs are of those characters uh, in like the because there's like the mainstream universe isn't there Uh, and then there's the ultimates or whatever and then there's which universe has miles moranis in it the um the black basically is he black or hispanic spider-man uh something like that yeah i I think no i don't think it is i think I, i think it's still peter parker anyway this is peter parker um but I think they're, it's a bit like the Batman games, right? In the sense that it, they have their own take on all of the characters, I think. Sure, and they're, and they're wedging as many in as they can. As they do well, I, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, in the original Batman um, Arkham Asylum, there weren't that many. Uh, but I think Spider-Man could do with a few. But it looked like, okay, well, all of these guys are, aren't the real you know, nemesis, are they? They're, they're his kind of rogues gallery, but it's what, obviously it being controlled. Superman that's running the show? Well, no, I don't whoever, know. Cause... Whoever was behind the camera at the last yeah. shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And there were sound effects, and I was like, oh, sounds maybe like we might be looking at Dr. Octopus here. Yeah. It could be Dr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he goes, you, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. So that could be cool. I quite like the look of um, of negative suit man. He looks like a decent yeah. villain to go with the others. Um, so, yeah. We and saw then, him in last year's trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with that crazy helicopter sequence. Mm. But then we see some actual gameplay, right, of this later on. So Yeah, somehow um, how some of the combat would work like normally, I guess, yeah. rather than the stealthily. Which looked cool. It looked like what we thought, right? Like right. It's like the Batman combat, but a lot faster and more fluid but to and suit mad. the character. Yeah. yeah. Uh which looks cool. And of course open world swinging gameplay. Which mm. uh, looks like it should, pretty much. Although it did look like mostly like button prompts appearing on things during that sequence, and yeah. so as long as you push that button, you'd probably be fine. I think, especially in that sequence, yeah. But yeah, uh, that was super kinetic, right? He was moving mm. pretty fast, and the wisecracking was was pretty decent. I thought it was okay. Like, it's quite hard to write that stuff. I think. Yeah, very hard. I think some some lines landed and some lines didn't. Um, I mean, I liked how calm he was about almost everything going on. He's a bit more normal Peter Parker established, right? Because the Marvel, the current Marvel Spider-Man is like all super young and surprised to be involved with any of it. Mm, Hyper-referential as well. That's his thing. So they're not doing that. They're doing more classic. uh, Classic Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Clacket Riven. Clack it, clack it, clack it. So it, it, felt quite, it felt Spider-Man-y and it felt high quality and it felt like it would be fun. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I think in a way this might have downgraded my hype a little bit. I don't know, it, like, it, look, it looks well made, but there was something about it that's just like, all right, this is, a, maybe this, like, I, I think a bit of it was just, maybe this, I, I, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think it's unlikely to be as mind blowing as like Arkham Asylum was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a, there's an element of an inevitability to, to to how this is turning out. 
which isn't a bad thing for the game for sure, but just like in terms of my hype. Yeah, fair. I don't think it's going to be game of the year. Well, well, I mean, this year at least. And it's looking like it's got less and less competition as everything pushes to 19. That's true. Everyone's scared of Red Dead, so they're trying to get the hell out of October. (laughs) It seems that way. Uh, And that was the show. That was where it ended. They, They had a very quick look at another From Software game after the show, in the post show, called Deracine, or Deracine, or something like that, um, of which we know very little. It just looked like ye olde house and some girl in it, and a flower comes back to life. As cryptic as ever, From, until you actually show us the game. Mm. Um, and that was Sony. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Strange show for them. Very strange show. They just focused in. Didn't really see a great deal. As I say, no real new shocks. I don't know. That nice. ghost thing was kind of a shock reveal in the sense they looked really good, and I never had no idea what it was going to be. Uh, well, I suppose for you, uh, yeah. I think I think I think they've been. You know it. It had been seen before. Oh, were you aware of that? Okay. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima had definitely been. Uh, it been talked about. I, I I hadn't seen it myself, which is why it still helped, still worked for me. Why the impact was still there, um, but at least I knew it. I knew of its existence. Um, <laughs> still doesn't make me any less hype for it though. <laughs> oh boy, did that look good? So good. Just get your format back, Sony. Don't do the weird shifty thing. Don't have your weird intermission. Sort your audio out if you are going to do a weird studio thing. <laughs> I thought uh, if, if you know you want another one where the like the feed seemed really bad while we were watching it as well, like cutting out to static periodically. Um, lots of artifacting going on. Lots of glitches. Well, um, so a couple of them videos that I was watching, it's like every time it went to just a black screen, it had a bunch of lines across yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what the, whether that was actually just the feed from those, or whether it was whatever I was watching it on. Yeah. Uh, again, it seemed over-compressed as well. Like the audio seemed kind of bad for, to some of it. And I, um, Again, it's, it's making it sound like maybe GameSpot. Again, I was using them for the feed. Mm. Like maybe they were having problems rather than Sony, but Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd much rather they 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 return to their previous format. I appreciate the la- the the considerable lack of talking. They couldn't waste time talking when they had to move everyone around. Except then they wasted time talking because they were moving everyone around. Yeah, they did all. <laughs> they had to talk to us, not to the people who were there. Did a lot of pointless stuff during the intermission, and I saw some of like I still think Sean Layden looks a bit awkward on stage when he's when he is talking. <laughs> like he doesn't feel like he's particularly comfortable being there, but. I sort of watched a little bit of him doing the post-show stuff. He is a he's a pretty good panel speaker, right? You put him in that context, and he's really quite good. Like probably better than Phil in some respects at talking up his own game and things like that. He's like, which makes me wonder, like that's maybe that's why they chose to do like the the couch setup for PSX or something last year, because <laughs> he is actually good at that. Um, it's just made for a crappy PSX, <laughs> you know. Anyway, yeah, props to Sean Lowden. Um 
All right, I've got a bit of a scratchy throat, so I might have a quick beverage while Zach gets Nintendo started. Okay. Nintendo! Because obviously Rob doesn't care about at least the first two things on this list. <laughs> well, I am going to sit here and say I thought the music for Demon X Machina was pretty rad, but that was, was a weird trailer. Well, the weird part about it is how it just abruptly stopped. Well, there's that. It looked, like, <laughs> it looked like it was a traditional trailer until about halfway through, and then it focused on like a sequence of, a, of just attacking the same thing over and over again in different ways. I mean, that still seems like part of the trailer to me. Okay. It was like they were just his, some different robots doing different things. But it was the same robots world. against the same thing. Yeah, it just leads to the boss fight. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, but I don't know. But it turned into what looked like a, like a montage trailer into just... A, I think, yeah, it's it just weird. Just odd. But I, I thought that music was cool. Hmm, <laughs> I guess. Very un-Nintendo. Well, yes. To, to immediately come into that into Nintendo was a bit weird. A bit of heavy metal. Yeah. And then the second thing Rob also doesn't care about, and I guess <laughs> none of us care about, no, is the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. And, you know, they're continuing that story, I guess. Mm. Or not really continuing. I don't, I don't know how that story goes. They're doing a part, another part of that story. And that video also kind of weirdly abruptly ended as well. <laughs> and I, I mean... Thought, I mean, it's kind of weird how they do end like that. Yeah, that's why initially I just thought Nintendo was having problems, but it's like, this is pre-recorded, this can't be a fuck-up. No, no, it's all organised, <laughs> this, this one. This is just how it's meant to be. Yeah. Gnome did walk in at the wrong moment during the Xenoblade stuff, and that when they um, had that... I mean, the character design in Xenoblade is a bit questionable when it comes to the females, um, but there was a bit where it zoomed in, just like her necklace was glowing. Yeah. You know, right near the boobs. Well, and they're quite well endowed characters in Zelda well, like, so, in... so it's just like zoomed in on there, and she's like, "Oh boy." Well, even in the previous, <laughs> when in like the first Zelda Blade Chronicles one, helpfully because you're the sword who is also a woman, the blades, due yeah. to the way the design is, it's like, "Oh, the bit of the sword that closes conveniently right here in the middle of the chest." <laughs> conveniently, <laughs> yeah. Not in ta- not at all intentional. <laughs> Well, I mean, it makes sense if you compare the size of the sword to the size of the woman. Or is their head like, is their head supposed to be the hill? Yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> not the feet. No, stab at the face. Yes, <laughs> stab your face. Stab, stab. No, stab at the feet. Don't stab. <laughs> stab at the face. And then, and then, Randy turned up. He didn't sound very enthusiastic this year. He didn't sound very enthusiastic. <laughs> no, so he, t- he toned it down a lot. I'm not sure he looked that well. No. I'm like, I, I, I feel bad for Reggie. <laughs> he was in that weird house background they yeah. used before. Um, but he was basically there to talk a little bit about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yep. Not right. really to say a great deal that we didn't already know, except for the Pokeball Plus thing. Yeah. Well, we already knew about that, but we didn't know that there's a Mew in it, which is obviously only or anything anyone cares about. Yeah, so I've got to buy it. I've got to get that Mew. Yeah, because it's an event Pokemon. Well, I assume it's a way of like recapturing some of the Pokemon Go egg mechanic, right? You put something in it and well, you yeah, walk around and, to say that. and you train it, and because I guess the Wii, I mean, the sorry, the Switch probably doesn't have. It's motion sensors on all the time, like the DS did. So well, got, yeah, like, this is like clearly just like some special version of a Joy-Con that has slightly different, you know, design to its internals to make it be able to function independently for 
you know, a longer a period of time, thing. yeah, without draining too much battery, presumably. And with like obviously internal storage or whatever it's and a speaker, to, yeah, <laughs> whatever it's doing to actually contain the Pokemon data. So are they using in those original Pokemon? In 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 what I say in these Pokemon games, are they using the old sound effects? Yeah. Like, oh right, so even apart from possibly for Pikachu and Eevee, presumably, right? Because yeah, I was doing the Pokeball went <laughs> like with the old Game Boy noises. Yeah, like, it made, them, made the Mew noise. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hard, hard to get enthused about that. I suppose the battling looks kind of neat for our brief they've shown, but we've still seen that previously. Yeah. Super Mario Party. Yep, they're actually making a new one, and for some more reason, more like the old style. For some maybe? reason, this is the time where they decided to add the super to it. Yeah, like most of the other Mario, or most of the other Nintendo things have already had super for like a couple of years now, but Mario Party's finally caught up. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they thought Mario Party Eleven was a really awkward name. Maybe they finally decided not to continue the, the numbering. So, it's, it's, this looks like a weird one. Like, for one thing, the dice goes to zero. That they might, might have, have been a before. special one, though. Yeah. Because it looks like that dice had a lot of zeros on it. <laughs> right. That might have been a, a you know, because he says, like, or oh, nothing. And it's like, yeah, oh, I, I guess that's probably a. Right. Yeah. It might have been like max moves or no moves. Yeah. 50 50. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's got. Well, there was that. Um, it seems like there are certain mini games that have got that go full on Switch quirkiness. Like, how on earth did that demo they showed with the tanks work? How did it know where the switches are to link the maps together? Because it's detecting when, where, where you drag off the screen and where you drag onto the screen. Oh, you had to do that? Yeah. To show, to show, to show the draw. It draws a line behind a finger when it does it. Oh, I did not see that. I missed that. I must have been writing a note. Um, yeah. Oh, well, that seemed kind of neat, kind of cool, if you're not, like, in front of the TV. Like, how does it... I mean... Surely most people are going to be like, you know, playing this in front of a TV, not in a bar. Well, not in a bar, but yeah, not necessarily in front of a TV. It could be children playing this, not. <laughs> <laughs> well, mo- most likely, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. Some 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 quirky ideas. Well, was it was there were some others? weren't they? Were they, were they using the screen in weird ways? But I can't remember what they were. Or at least they were like land playing it somehow. Oh well, yeah, they were definitely land playing it. Um, two on two somehow. Maybe there's like the, some secret tactics games where one team can only see one thing and well, one yeah, team can only see a different thing. I mean, yeah. I guess that makes sense. And, and uh, the big question is obviously do you need two copies of the game to be able to do that stuff? Mm, yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's not been any real precedent for like game sharing or play share, whatever they used to call it from like the DS era. No. Um, and they didn't really show off much about how the actual board game functioned, but it looked a bit more traditional <laughs> well, to me. Well, it is a board game, and yeah. individual characters are moving. Yeah, they're not moving as a group at, at, like, anymore, so like maybe a return to form. And for some reason, Goomba is a character. <laughs> yeah, why not? Because how is he going to do anything in a minigame which requires hands? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Maybe all the games are designed to not have hands. <laughs> That would very be very limiting on what those mini games could do. There's a lot of things where you're like climbing, punching, playing holding it, onto things, playing music things. <laughs> Traditionally, there's a lot of hand involvement. <laughs> Hold it in his mouth. Presumably, yes. 
with oddly shaped mouth that doesn't have much freedom of movement. Yeah, like a chain gun. <laughs> arf, arf. <laughs> uh, October 5th, so that's this year. I don't know. I'm probably not going to play full, full price for a very part again. Ever. Actually, you know, that's a lie. I did it for the, the first Wii one. Uh, and I'm, well, I'm not sure that counts as a full price because I seem to remember that was a Tesco, and I think we maybe did get that at what would have been considered actual full price. No, because I was Mary Party Eight. Was that the one? Yeah. That, um, I I had a bit of a palaver with that. I seem to remember because I was subject. Oh no! Which way round did it work? No, because you, you couldn't get hold of it in this country for a while because of the recall because of the use of. Oh right, use that, of the yeah. word. Um, uh, that's, so they had to re rewrite that bit. So they recalled all the stock, so we couldn't get it for ages. So I can't remember when I actually got it. I just remember being in places and it being clearly marked as on sale, but them never having any copies of it. It's like, <laughs> oh come on! Uh, Fire Emblem on Switch. I mean, it's a Fire Emblem game. Another one. Yes. Where's and the consoles, damn it? Yeah, and well, the trouble is that now, now it looks like they're basically just trying to take advanced and shove it into Fire Emblems, because now the individual units aren't individual units any longer. It's like, there's the leader guy, and then his unit. Yeah. <laughs> and then those are the, you know, if you have a unit of archers, they fire, and then they get picked off individually, and it's like, you know, it's like advanced Wars, how that works. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Just in the Fire Emblem universe. Yep. Uh, I mean, I guess it makes way more sense in terms of actually fighting them on a battlefield rather than having these singular dudes just out in the open running around. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean, visually it looks kind of nice. You know? Yeah. All right. Kinda. Okay. It's nice to see Fire Emblem upraised a bit. I didn't think those battle scenes were that impressive, though. Like, they look kind of. They look kind of Dynasty Warriors y. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Criticism works for you. Mm. Uh, it's called Three Houses. So hopefully there won't be three versions. <laughs> yeah. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> I get the feeling that that might not be like a. Like each one might not be like as big, maybe. I don't know. Some, something about it screamed, maybe not a full release. Mm. Maybe. Uh, I think maybe what what also made it feel like maybe it's not going to be a full release is like they didn't really focus on a character, which is normally the way Fire Emblem works. I guess you yeah. have the main dude. Yeah, who's the lead in this? <laughs> oh, I guess that princess, whatever, on the chair. I don't know though, because she, she wouldn't be a combat character. Well, she seemed like that would be more like the story character than mm. the main character. Who the, we're doing it for? You all, mean. all the thing about the goddess and dragons and whatnot, which Fire Emblem tends to have. Dragon. Yeah, I don't know. I, I find it hard to get hope about Fire Emblem. I don't know. It's not for me, I don't think. Well, I think the, the older ones might have been the ones that were more like a tactical regular game. Mm. More like Advanced Wars, but not in the way that this is like Advanced Wars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so moving on, the inevitable happened. Yep. 
Fortnite is coming to Switch, because of course it is. Shadow Drop. Shadow Drop. It's out now. Mm. Or three as well. So it might be the first, other than Pokemon Quest, I suppose, the first free to play game on Switch. Mm. Other than Pokemon Quest. Maybe. I feel like there might have been at least one Spider Rule. Bound to happen. Get those kids hooked. Yeah. On every platform imaginable. It's like Fortnite, like cross platform in the sense that if I started playing on Switch and then started playing on PC, all my stuff comes with me. Well, this is the controversy. Apparently, that works from if you go from Xbox to Switch, it works fine. If you go from PlayStation, it doesn't work. If you go from PlayStation Uh, to anywhere, it doesn't work. Yeah. No weird. Because apparently, due to the PlayStation policies and whatnot, it just locks the account to the PlayStation. Weird. Okay, so is that probably is that is that due to how Epic have to um, segregate the servers? Well, like I or... mean, no one really knows, but everyone is just assuming it's because of the Sony crossplay policy and all their bullshit about not letting that happen. Mm. It's like this is another case of that, where it's just like if you're going to use an account on a different system, we're not going to let you do that. <laughs> I wonder if Destiny has that problem. Like, uh, I assume it must. Like, if you want to transfer. I mean, Destiny doesn't have, like, full-on character transfers anyway, but, like, if you ever wanted to move from, like, PC to Xbox, like, they maybe they didn't bother investigating it because PlayStation wouldn't, wouldn't budge. <laughs> All right, so well, it's cool that that does work, though. So I could take my Switch on the go, play a few rounds of Fortnite, because that's all I had to hand, and then come home and play it on my PC. Yeah. I think so. And it would be all the same stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Good it on is them. cool. That's how, how games should be. Come on, Sony. Get with it. <laughs> uh, who wants some more kitchen action? Yes. We need to finish the first kitchen action. <laughs> we went back and played some of Overcooked uh, recently, and it's still hella fun, although we're doing all the hard stuff now, and it's, it's really, really hard. But how about some Overcooked 2, where even more crazy stuff can happen? How about Overcooked 2, where you can actually throw things rather than yeah. just sort of throw things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pro- <laughs> proper ingredient chucking mechanic now. That changes everything. Well, that just it automatically makes you think of what the levels are going to be like, where it's just going to be like, there's just going to be a big hole down the middle, yep. and you actually have yeah, to throw things. You have to throw things. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know those throws are going to go wrong. Yep. Someone's going to throw it right in the gap, or down the trash. Yep. Hilarity ensues. Uh, and something like some sort of mechanic where kitchens crash into kitchens. Well, I mean, it's just another, a bit the level sort of style. Just another like level evolution mechanic. Like you know, they kind of had it, except it was normally a timer in the first game, like the earthquake level. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would happen at regular intervals. And still, it's cool. Uh, I assume it's coming on more platforms than Switch. Probably. I assume there's a Steam version, hopefully. Uh, it's a bit of a thing about Killer Queen Black. I'd never heard of this before, and they were like, hey, this, this big deal game is coming to... This phenomenon, I think they called it. Yeah, supposedly it's, it's quite well known. I have no idea. Is it like just like another sort of 2D couch competitive thing? Mm, yeah, maybe. It's like I love with the graphics. <laughs> I dog with pixel graphics. <laughs> I dog. <dart. coughs> right, that's uh, coming to the Switch. 
as his Hollow Knight. Um, yeah, seems like a good fit. Why not? Uh, a little bit of a reminder that Octopath Traveler is still a thing. And apparently they have a new demo. There's even oh, is more it a different demo? demo? Well, I mean, that seemed to be what they were saying. I haven't uh, actually downloaded it to check out the thing. But... Okay. Um, out in July. Yeah. I think they've said that before. Yeah. Um, <coughs> time for a really, really fast montage. Time for the only thing that Rob cares about. I'm looking through this bit wondering, what? what? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I'm sure I've missed a lot of stuff here, yeah. but um, uh, War was it called War Groove? Yeah. Was the one that caught my eye? Well, that's the one we talked about before. The one that's basically trying to make advanceables but not advanceables. Yeah, yeah, that thing. It looked a lot like advanceables, and isn't tiny metal, which is the other game that was really desperately trying to be advanceables. Yeah, but apparently fell a bit short. Uh, want to keep an eye on? I think because if it nails it, then. Sure, they can do it instead. If Sony, no. in, in the same way that Nintendo is like, if Nintendo aren't going to make F Zero, then I'm quite happy with fast RMX. I'm not happy with anything that's not Advance Wars. <laughs> Advance Wars is the only one. <laughs> it's the only one. But what if it's as good or better, just with a different name? What if it doesn't have Wrenchman? No, want, and 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 banjo guy. You want classic advanceable characters? <laughs> French man, banjo guy. <laughs> I'd play that game. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Pixark again. I think we knew about that, but the sort of Minecraft variant of Ark Survival Evolved. Minecraft like, I suppose. Everything's cubic. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z is getting a. Uh, a Switch version, naturally. Seems like a good fit. I'm a bit surprised the Switch could do that style of graphics, because everyone thought, it's like, oh, no, this is all a like modern console thing. It's like, no, no, Switch can do it just fine. Mm. Uh, Ninjala. Shrug. Um, uh, the Octo expansion for Splatoon. It seemed highly unnecessary to say that. Because they didn't actually announce the release date yeah, of it then. They did announce that it's pretty much out immediately after the yeah. press conference. It, 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 yeah, it just came out immediately. Um, but they didn't say that in this thing. Which, seemed, which is why that seemed really weird. Yeah. It's like, it's coming in the summer. As in, right now. now. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Very weird. But yeah, that's, it. that's out. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Just a reminder that, that the trilogy, that the remake trilogy is coming. Uh, Carcasson. Yep, the only thing Rob cares about. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, so much, yeah. <laughs> I'll be playing far too much of this, for sure. I've, I've had pangs recently, you know, because I can play the 360 version on back compat, mm. now on X-Bone. <laughs> and a bit of me is like, I should start playing Carcasson again. <laughs> I love that game. Uh, the actual arc, Survival Evolved. As well as Pixar is coming to the Switch. Uh, FIFA, of course, is coming to the Switch. Uh, Wasteland 2, interestingly. Isn't that like a PC-only sort of RPG experience? Did that get a console release? I don't remember. Uh, interesting choice. Popular amongst some um, squads I follow online. Squad. <laughs> uh, Paladins, interestingly. Getting a Switch version. 
also free to play and just you know coming out there and i think it's available now as well yeah. shadow drop um both for, both the, the two like shoot free to play shooters both shadow dropping uh i've written fallout here it can't be fallout fallout shelter, fallout shelter that's it uh dark souls remastered we knew just getting a little bit of screen time uh monster hunter generations again we knew that was coming um a little bit of a graphical uh, improvement, I think, uh, over the other versions. Uh, the World Ends With You. Yes, we knew that was coming. Mega Man 11. Uh, word from the show floor is it's everything you want it to be. Except for the animations. Again. Oh, really? Uh, uh, it, seems like it, seems like, it sounds like it's not Mighty Number no. 9. So, you no. know. <laughs> be happy. And, of course, Mario Tennis. Which is, like, out in on the 22nd. So really close. And now we get into the meat of it. Let's do this. Literally, because it's just like that was pretty much the end of everything else. That was half the show was dedicated to Smash Ultimate. You'll also notice that there there was no mention of Metroid Prime. There was also no mention of the Yoshi thing. (laughs) No, none at all. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely no sign of either of those, weirdly. No additional information about the actual Pokemon game. Nope. Not that that was really expected at this point, since they'd only just done their re-announcement of it after the Pokemon Go thing. I mean, whatever, in some respects, right? Nintendo, like, do things at their own pace. Yeah. They don't do E3 just because it's E3 anymore. They just do a direct. Yeah. Right? It's not like um they eke out the news over the course of the year now. Um, So I give it three months. I think we'll see another video, and they'll drill down on something. Probably Yoshi. Would be my guess. Yeah. There's that much to drill down on. No, they probably know. they might do not, not do like a twenty minute special, <laughs> but but oh my day, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's what we've got, <laughs> and like oh the, the way they revealed it, super cool. I like I like how they did the sort of like like I mean well the start and, bit was so was when like, they said like here like okay here's, here, we're going to introduce some fighters that are in the game <laughs> and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about we're gonna put a little number on screen that indicates when they joined the franchise and at this point my brain started to peg what was going on like just because they they highlighted that number well, the thing is like, it's like the first thing about that the intro bit is like first of all. I mean, they did the joke where it's just like the end. So it's like, no, we're <laughs> yeah. actually going to continue talking about this forever. Super Smash Bros. is a game where you, where beloved characters fight each other to knock them off the stage at the end. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's that's the joke. But then, like, they kind of actually, maybe not intentionally, kind of continued that joke by having like a slightly too long pause between each section. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'd like to find out who's in Smash Bros. We made a video about who's in Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. The number next to the character tells you about when they joined the series. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, these pauses are just slightly too long. I think that was actually due to like the English translation being shorter yeah. than the Japanese yeah. speaking part. Yeah, you might be right. But still, it was like, <laughs> build that suspense <laughs> accidentally. Oh, I, I, I liked it. I liked the pacing. I thought it worked. It's like there's a deliberateness, there's a... Prof- there's a weird, there's an oddly business-like professionalism to to the how that comes across. Yeah, and, and I kind of, I kind of appreciate it. But yeah, when they, when they're like the number next to the character indicates the order in which they join the special sequence. 
And, and then it's like, oh, here we go. I mean, um, and I'm like, they're going to go one, two, three, four. They're going to go up. Well, they're like, not okay. They don't. They don't. They, they jump around. So they immediately go one, four. Yeah. Um, like with Mario and Samus being and, first out. You know, like, okay, those are going to be in the game. Depending on how you saw that, like, you know, some people, I think I I kind of saw it this way. It was just like, okay, so then, you know, that's just like, here's your little history tidbit. It's not really necessarily going to mean anything if they're going to jump through the numbers at random. Not necessarily, yeah. Um, but then it kept going. Well, but then it got snake, and that was where you, you know you know what the fuck's going on at that point. I mean, but I you know but, uh, in some of the I've gone I've gone back to watch reaction videos of this because it's it's fun yeah. actually because then like uh, a lot of most people seem to get what was going on when Pichu turned up. Well, yeah, because when you get to snake and it says everyone's here, that's you're you're like, and does that mean? And then it's like the next one after that is Pichu. It's like, oh, okay, I, thought, yes, I, thought I, thought, here. <laughs> I thought Pichu was pre-snake. No, Pichu is the one immediately after snake. Oh, okay, that's like the confirmation of what everyone's here actually means. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like, oh yeah, you actually mean it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd already pegged it at this point, but as soon as snake turned up, yeah, and they very clearly put on screen, everyone is here. For some so. reason, though. It must be, I'm assuming it was something to do with the translation of the subtitles. I watched some, because for some reason, I watched some videos of people, German people reacting to it, and they, almost all of them, were saying, oh, it must be all the characters right from the start. So Mm. I was like, I I wonder if the subtitle was just like, gave it away slightly in German. Probably. (laughs) I don't know, but yeah, I, I was already thinking that way at that point when they pointed out the number thing yeah and it was just like they're gonna go through and take it it's gonna be everyone that was immediately what i thought but uh but i was thrown a little by the, the lack, around, by the lack yeah. of sequence but german in german most of the reactions i saw they just autom- they always thought that so when it came up with like inkling and it said 64 they're like oh shit there's 64 characters in this game <laughs> even at right. that point <laughs> which was well before the actual reveal of what was going on but well, they haven't announced 64 yet, have they? Well, like, yes, they have, because Inkling is 64. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> but surely Ridley makes that 65? Yes. Okay. But he goes like it. Okay. Yeah, so New Smash... Oh, okay. Some they did, up, they some did that. Up, yeah. <laughs> and then had a nice bit of artwork, which was like, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's like, here's everyone we've got in the here's, game so far. Here's a poster that hopefully they're going to sell, I guess, because everyone wants it. <laughs> 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 well, imagine it in one of my long frames yeah. that I've got in I've got in this house. Probably like, yeah. longer than that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then, and then they did the Nintendo thing of let's go into really unnecessary detail. <laughs> what I really love. I mean, it's it. nice for us who uh, like Smash Brothers. Uh, I loved all but of I'm it. I'm sure a lot of people kind of bored. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was there were, there were some details that. Even fans of the series are a little bit like, okay, well, okay. you didn't need to. Well, t- there some of you didn't need to tell us that you changed the Wii Fit trainer's face because the Wii Fit development team. Well, I don't asked know. That's you kind to. of okay, but like there was the ones that were like legitimately unnecessary. Like, oh, you went on and gets hit, his helmet gets cracked, but it's just a cosmetic thing that disappears in like half a second. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, did, why did you feel that necessary to tell us? Really, didn't need to show that. <laughs> didn't need to show that. I, I was just happy that Olimar was getting his butt kicked. Hate that guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought all the detail was cool. They, they were making a sort of, uh, they were making they, they changed all the final smashes up, so it looks like there's no like transformative ones where you literally become another character now. Well, it's all just either it's like instant instant effect. Yeah, it's either yeah. just like instant trigger or targeted trigger. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there seemed to be some repetition in some some of the smashes, like you know, like. Um, 
you could say that DK's rapid punch and Giga Max rapid punch look very much the same. Well, I mean, all the ones that are that kind of hit zone thing are pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, some of them have like very you know, have stylistic differences at least, like um but the light chariot I suppose looks a bit like how like they've just reused how they did the, the Kirby. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Ones. Yeah. But I think like some some of them behave differently, like the Zero Suit Samus new attack well, is, that's is one a of little the different. Targeted ones again. It's, it's targeted but it behaves differently. Um Uh, you know, they they were trying to say it's like, hey, I'll smash. Is you know, all, all the final smashes are quicker and more to the punch than they were. And then they showed the Star Fox one, which seems to take a reasonable amount of time because it's got an animation sequence. <laughs> and the Mega Man ones look any different. So, apart from the two new guys, two new guys in the back that they had to point out doesn't change how it works. But um, and then they also had to go into the detail of like what Echo characters are. Well, and... they had the car- real name for clones mm. <laughs> to stop everyone calling them clones, even though everyone's going to continue to call them clones. Yeah. <laughs> and even though the fact they didn't apply the clone moniker to the three links. Well, the trick was that we were trying to work out is like, so Lucina is obviously a laugh clone. Because, like, really, the only difference between them is the very slight difference in, like, the hit zones of the swords. Right, yeah. Like, Marth is all tip, and then Lucina has less of the tip mechanics. Yeah. And it's all, and it's all, yeah. So it's like, those, the move, are, de- the move set is those are definitely clone. Yeah. But then you've got Dark Pit and Pit, and it's like, okay, that's almost it's less so. Almost fully cloned, except, like, the arrows are different, and the side B dash move is slightly different. Mm. That's more or less all there is different. Between Pit and Dark Pit. So it's like, okay, that's still a clone Echo fighter thing. Just. But then, like, it's like, so why is Dr. Mario not a clone? Yeah. Because <laughs> he clearly is just a clone of Mario. Well, it's down B is different. Wait, it, kind of, yes, because it wasn't the flood, obviously. Yeah. But, but like, you know, is one move enough to make it a not clone? And apparently the answer is yes. Yes, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though Dark Pit technically kind of has moves yeah. that aren't the same as bit. They're trying to make it sound like they've they've like they've basically gone through every character and been like, okay, how do we balance this or what's the trick to improving this? Well, it also <laughs> sounds like they've just some maybe what we don't know yet is that some of the other clones actually have been legitimately changed. Like, for example, Doctor Mario now has a completely different down aerial from Mario. Mm. So that's actually another legitimately different move. Mm. And by the looks of it, Ganondorf has sword has his sword for attacks now, so that's not quite so oh, much a clone yes. of Captain Falcon. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, 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 I did notice that. It's just like, I don't remember that bit. I yeah. mean, some of his attacks still, he still has the equivalent of the Falcon punch, and he still has the equivalent of the Falcon dive sideways thing with him, where well, he holds grabs them. people instead of yeah. punching them. Yeah. It's like, he's still more or less based on Similar. Falcon. He's still similar, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's 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 kind of amazing they've managed to keep all of the licenses, right? But, I mean, well, all of them, kind like, of. You know, even the DLC characters from the Wii U that they've they've kept the the cloud license. For well, Final I don't Fantasy, think. But... I mean, the cloud license is probably one of the easier ones because I'm sure they still want people to keep thinking about Final Fantasy VII until it eventually comes out. <laughs> I guess. But like Ryu. Well, I mean, if they're already like sort of sort of in with the fighting game developer crowd at the moment. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> it might be easier to get along with that. Um, Bayonetta's obviously an easy one yeah. for them. 
they've, they've got a, still got a relationship going. Didn't see Bayonetta three. Well, no, they're not. Oh, it's just that. dawned on me. I'm so bummed. They weren't going to mention that in Smash Brothers either, even though everyone was like, "Okay, you've got the one and two costumes. Where's the three costume?" But of course, that wasn't. They weren't going to spoil that there. Not yet. <laughs> if they do put it in, oh, which assume, presumably they will. I didn't check Bayonetta three. Buggeration. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, the snake license is just like, Konami wants money from a license that they're not going to use for anything else any longer. <laughs> How do you feel about Snake's butt? It looks the same. Yeah, I don't know what this, I don't know what that conversation's about. Just Kojima's obsessed with butts. <laughs> Did Kojima start them? Oh, well, I suppose it's Snake's, yeah, why? Well. Always was very tight, wasn't it? Always, like, well, snakes, you know, he snakes, has a lot of, girls. even in Smash Brothers, it was a lot of like dramatic crawling along the ground. <laughs> the the could, you, could you make him do the snake, like the, the literal snake crawl? I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. If you move slow enough. I wonder if Snake still has like the, his final smash is like getting the chopper and lob grenades. I don't think it is. I think it's more like the the... I think it's a different version of like the homing, the guided missile. Like it now just has lock on icons. Hmm. So it's targeted somehow. I'm not sure exactly how it actually triggers though. Because I've never seen anyone hit with it. It seems quite easy to avoid. I suppose like, okay, so let's, let's raise some of my concerns at this point. And I know you disagree with some of these already because we've talked about this earlier, but it has more than a passing resemblance to the, to how the Wii U version looks to me. Like, it's, it doesn't look like it's been much upgraded. It like, has, though. <laughs> the lighting is clearly better, and the models are way better as well, and, like, more detailed. See, I don't know. I don't... I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you haven't looked hard enough. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see some comparisons, but, like, at least if it is there, it's like it's not noticeably... It's not better enough for me to go, wow! I mean, it, lo- like, it, just, it looks like that. Even when though. they showed the Wii U game in that joke at the start, you could clearly see the difference between that and the when they showed Mario again, like okay, the so design there's... even there is like Mario's closer to like the brawl where he's got actual textures. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just have no recollection of that. Like, I, I know that there are some improvements in the sense that, like, um, I don't think the Wii U version actually hit full 1080, for instance, um, whereas the the dot Switch version will, like, it will, will hit a constant 1080 at 60, mm. like, no problem. Um, which is nice. Um, I, I mean, we haven't really. I mean, they showed us two new stages, but it's like I want way more than two new stages. Come on, guys! And I want way more than two new characters. Come on! I'm like, yes, everyone's back. Yes, that's awesome. It's like it's the ultimate Smash three package. Um, three. We about Daisy. Oh yeah, <laughs> technically a new character. I did forget about Daisy. It's an echo. Yeah. of Peach, obviously. Hi, I'm Daisy. I hope she says that a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's got to at least be one of the top ones. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daisy. <laughs> so you can spam it. So who are the new characters? Ridley. Uh, Ridley, yep. That was revealed right at the end. That was and the, the Splatoon people. Yep, Inklings. Uh, and that's and also, it. And Daisy, I guess, but she's an Echo of Peach. Right. But then uh, everything else. Yeah, Sakurai did sort of say, uh, you know, we made bringing everyone back our top priority, so I hope you're not hoping for too many new characters. Which means there's going to be some. There's going to be some. 
It's just the for internet's sure, obsessed it. with Waluigi for some reason. Well, that's not going to happen. No, they've already shown him as an assist. Unless that's a big troll. No, that's not That's not the right kind of troll for that. I mean, it's safe to assume that now that Ridley is in, the, the internet meme character of choice is going to become Waluigi. Apart it already from, has. It's too late. Apart yeah. from, you know, Sans. Wow. <laughs> Sans being the other one. But that uh, depends on whether you like Undertale or not. Uh, uh, it's Waluigi for everyone else. <laughs> I've seen, there's been so many <laughs> Waluigi stuff turning up uh, like the last couple of days. The best one I've seen is where someone like takes the master hand from Melo yeah. and um, just sort of like slowly un- unerases that it's Waluigi's hand. Yes. <laughs> Love that. It all makes sense. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> but yes, really. They finally gave in. Just put it in. And then, you know, because this is what they do, they're like, Ridley hits the big time because he's big. He's massive. And also one of his thoughts is he just stands up straight and looks even bigger because <laughs> he's huh. normally hunched over. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, really, <laughs> You said he was too big to go in the game and then you put him in. God. <laughs> you shrunk him down. <laughs> just straight up murders Mario. Well, I, in that trailer. I don't know if he straight up mur- He definitely murders Megalang because you hear the death noise, but I'm not sure he actually does <laughs> murder Mario. <laughs> yeah, get hyped for Smash. GameCube controllers are back. Yeah. I mean, that had all been leaked ages ago that they had added compatibility in the, in the, in the Switch. Um, more general compatibility this time though was the interesting thing with that right because you can use those cube controllers in other stuff they just work like a controller which I haven't tried <laughs> admittedly but I probably should well you probably should just to see whether your third party adapter actually works with the Switch true <laughs> although they did, they did at least say that they are they're not just allowing GameCube controllers to be working they are manufacturing more they're making more cube controllers and more of those adapters, which is great because those adapters were quite hard to come by. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll get an official one this time that's likely going to work a little longer. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to see a lot more stages. I want to see a lot more of the not just fighting stuff. Like, is there a is there a story? No, is the answer. I don't think. I don't think they're going to do. One. I think they will because the thing about the thing that, like to me, was a weirdly un, like weirdly out of place thing that maybe is hints towards story mode is in the Ridley reveal trailer. As they do, like after the logo shows up, there's a little bit more. Except all it is is Zero Suit Samus jumping out of the final Assassin's explosion. It's oh, like, yeah. why is that there? Because it's not like it's revealing her as a character or anything. It's just like a story segment, as right, though it were yeah. an actual, like, a really subtle hint towards an actual story. Okay. As in, like, almost a Mortal Kombat thing where it's like you're transitioning from the sequence where it's like you have been normal Samus before that point, and now you're, now you have to fight Ridley as Zero Suit Samus. I can see you thinking. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. That's probably thinking way too much into it, but you know, yeah, otherwise, why is that there? Why is that there? Very good point. I do remember thinking that to myself in the sense that it's like, okay, was that necessary? <laughs> what does that tell us? Smash Ultimate. I mean, 
no brainer, right? We're getting we're getting this. Well, yeah. So is it Smash? But it's game of the year. <laughs> but like it's barely coming out this year, right? It just zings December. Well, that's pretty much what they already said, I guess. I mean, they just they just said it was this year prior to this. Well, but I think we kind of assumed that it was going to be like right at the end. Hmm. Maybe not that right at the end. Like, was it 12th or something? 7th. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought. By like a week. Yeah. It's one week better than you thought. Wow. It's a little bit better. It's not like, like, it gives people a little bit of time to pick it up for Christmas. <laughs> well, you can do it digitally, so it won't be a problem. <laughs> sure. That's a surprise. It's like, why is there Smash Brothers on my Switch, Daddy? Well, I don't know, because... Actually, wait, does the Switch have the presents? No, it doesn't, does no, it? No, I don't think it does. Damn it. If only it still had that from, because then you could be like, okay, don't open that present on your home screen until Christmas, like the 3DS. <laughs> but I opened it, or I hovered over the gift, and it said, you've got a gift of Smash Brothers. I don't think it does, though, does it? I, don't know, I thought it did. Uh, I don't know, on the 3DS. You can't really hover on the 3DS, yes. You move the, you move the cursor with the. Yeah, the I'm not sure it even says what's in it. I thought it did. I don't remember. I'd say, like, wait, well, I know it does if they, they dropped a demo. Right. On yeah. your system. Or the link to a demo, which is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. So smashy smash. Uh, John Marston guest character. No. <laughs> well, they already there was that leak that happened at some point. I don't know when that supposedly had it had a picture of the new version of Battlefield. Which is where you're like, okay, so this leak is probably legitimate. Mm. Except at the time, no one was sure because it's like, okay, there's a new picture of Battlefield. There's Ridley, and it's like, no, everyone was like, okay, that would be weird. And then that turned out to be true. And then the other characters that were leaked in that leak were Simon Belmont, which I guess makes sense. That's, That's fine. Yeah, it's what Super Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, Castlevania representation. And for some reason, Sora. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't. Mm, yeah, I don't see that. What, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. That's a stretch. Yeah. I mean, I know Cloud isn't really anything to do with Nintendo either. No. But... I mean, and it's, I guess, Square Enix, so they do already have a relationship. Mm. And they might want to push that Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, uh, maybe. But it's not like Kingdom Hearts is coming out on the Switch. <laughs> no. I think that's a stretch. But then Cloud would have, <laughs> so Cloud that, would have seemed like a stretch. So far, that leak is two for four, so, you mm. know, <laughs> it's going well. DLC? You'd hope not, if they're going to t- say, like, we've, if they've gone to all this, we're bringing the DLC characters back, and they're no longer DLC, but also DLC. <laughs> that would be a bit weird. But they're going to have DLC. They should just boost the tune and just have free updates. I mean, come on. <laughs> Well, oh, what you think? Because it will be wrapped into like Nintendo Online, they think that will help pay for it. Well, maybe. It'd certainly, be one way to encourage people to continue to pay for online. I mean, no further talk about what Nintendo Online is. At no, this point. also another yeah. thing they didn't mention at all. But that was unlikely to happen at E3, I guess. I guess, yeah. Uh, that's the show. That's E3. Yeah. Wow. Uh, not a lot really else happening outside. There was a Sonic Team Racing official reveal trailer, and they put some gameplay footage out before. That I think we talked about last time on the cast. Yeah, I think that game looks bad. 
No, it looks like an average ass game. Yeah, but Transformed was above an average ass game. <laughs> so this feels like a disappointing step back. Boo to it. And our predictions were entirely correct. About Team Sonic and then the other Heroes teams, at least Team Dark. Yeah. They used the same team as Heroes, so it's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah we're did. probably going to be seeing the other two Heroes teams. Probably. And, uh, well, yeah, they said there's five teams in total. So the so other, like the other two Heroes teams and the birds from Psycho. No, there's not even that, apparently. Like, it's fairly mainstream stuff. No. Um, yeah, not weird and wonderful at all, really. Um, people that have played the game have said like the Wisp power-ups are somewhat uninspiring. Well, like, I mean, because they they're Wisp power-ups. Yeah, they don't, well, they don't even do anything weird in terms of kart racing, right? There's no, there's no quirk to them. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Bad vibes. Getting bad vibes. Also, Crush 40, you know. Brought them back. Well... That would be good-ish for some of the musics. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not all of them. Maybe. Some, some percentage of them will probably be okay. And also definitely not the wider Sega um, family no. in this one. Just Sonic. Um, oh, but those Richard Jack, or Richard Jack, however you pronounce his name, um, remixes from Transform. It's good stuff. <laughs> hey, I think we discovered the other day that, that Richard Jack works on... Um, the new Crystal Maze, and has done some of the some of the remade music for that. Fun fact: the same Richard Jack as well of Jets at Radio and other Sega stuff fame. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not even kidding. Same guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think there's nothing else. Oh, um, Double Fine said that Grim Fandango's come at the Switch. Uh, okay, I played that on PC, but that's it. fine. Yeah, I know. That's good. Like, it's on the Take it with Switch. you. Yeah. I mean, they, they they made that last that PC version of the game quite pick up and play, right? You could just stop it. Yeah, anywhere. it was quite straightforward. So, why not? Why not check it on Switch? Stop anywhere, you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was the show. I can't think of anything else. Um, show of the show. Show of the show. Except EA. Well, definitely not EA. <laughs> EA, well, of course, of course, EA get the losers award. I mean, they they pretty much made the losers award themselves. <laughs> Melted it down for scrap and got a bad deal on the scrap mm-hmm. from their own loser award. Just atrocious. <laughs> it might be the worst they've ever been. Uh, I want to say in terms of like pure sick, sickness, sickness, <laughs> <laughs> pure sick, and and uh, and and delivery. Uh, I've got to hand it to Microsoft, but I don't. You know, other than Halo Infinite, I'm not sure their game lineup necessarily reflects the slickness of show. Perhaps not. I think, yeah. Uh, actually, you know, the biggest surprise and most hype is probably Halo Infinite. Actually, yeah. for me, yeah. Although it's way off, so 
Oh, and yeah. I, and I, admittedly, Cyberpunk. Like, I mean, I, I already Cyberpunk knew about that, good. but yeah, yeah, it sounds amazing. Get it on PC. Oh. <laughs> it looks amazing. Get it on PC. Um, and you know, almost certainly going to get a PS3 release, a PS4 release. Pick yeah, PS3 release. <laughs> apparently, they're targeting current gen for sure for for yeah. it, even if it's a little ways off. Although I'm, str- I'm struggling to play, I, I'm, I'm getting bad RSI at the moment, so I don't think I'll be playing any first-person PC games for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Your, your, mouse, your mouse hand is suffering. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> oh, man. I've switched mouse hands for work and stuff. Oh, really? What, yeah. like trying, trying to left-hand it? Yeah, I'm left-handed it. It's the only way, because it's too, much, too, too painful otherwise. Oh, man. Does it affect your typing? Yeah, it's, it's not so bad, though. Anyway, never mind. Typing. Yeah, no, no, I'm trying. Um, it's not that bad, but it is bad with the mouse. Like, I can't do that. Oh man, yeah, sucks. Kind of, yeah, sucks. A controller's still okay. Uh, yeah, just about. All right, more time on the switch. Doctor yeah, prescribes. Basically, good, good time to get that PS4. Yeah, exactly. Just in time for Reddit. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Got to play God of War, I think first. Oh man, yeah, I I really do want to play that game. I like to get a PS4 first, but and Spider Man, and I should probably play the Last of Us before Last of Us Remastered does come out. I mean, sorry, before Last of Us Two does come out. Yeah. Uh, well, worst case scenario, you can borrow my PS3 and the cop the, the original copy of Last of Us, but yeah, I'm sure I can get the remastered. Although it's quite hard to get a disc copy, but I think I could just download it. Yeah, you can just digitally get all of it. I'm sure it'll be on offer. Probably yeah. right now, in fact. Probably is, yeah. Um, uh, was there an opposite RSI? No, I have, I have controller RSI, not mouse RSI. Oh, weird. <laughs> so if I use controllers, do you like it? So I'm getting bad. You know, the tip of my right thumb is still a bit tingly and not right after over-enthusiastically playing the Mario Tennis demo. I think I've done myself some damage. <laughs> so now. <laughs> Tennis elbow. Yeah, tennis fumbo. <laughs> fumbo like that, though. As in, I'm going to get very drunk and fly away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like an appropriate end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us, listeners, for our epic two-parter uh, for E3 2018. Uh, and we'll join you in a couple of weeks for a regularly scheduled Salacast. Remember that hit. Indeed. Bye. Bye.